Welcome everyone to episode 265 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. So anyone that's followed this podcast for a while now knows uh, the game we're going to be talking about today, No Man's Sky, we've been anxious for for almost three years now, I think it was announced. Um, It was, yes. And it's finally out. We were all able to play it. Uh, So we're going to talk about it. That's our main segment for today. Anyone have anything they want to tease? Yeah. I got, uh, so I decided to buy Madden because mm-hmm. my buddy Jeff got it and we're going to do uh, connected seasons on our franchise or whatever. So I pre-ordered that today. So I've been playing the EA Access trial uh-huh. of Madden 17. Uh, so played that for a little while today. And I also played WWE 2K16 uh, free with Games with Gold. I had almost pulled the trigger on it on a couple of sales just because... You know, wrestling games are fun yep. sometimes, and I always had a good time with them when I was younger. Um, but didn't have to, so I'll be nice. talking about that as well. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Will? Uh, Anything you honestly, want to nothing. Uh, I kind of got locked out of all the games that I was playing. Oh, that's right. Uh, this hey, week, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Um, so I haven't really gotten a chance to play more of anything. Okay. Corey? I've got a, a a duo of fan-made games. Uh, Pokemon Uranium, I played a little bit of for PC. I was able to to download it before it was uh, taken off the internet. Oh, nice! And Enderall, the total conversion mod for Skyrim. Uh, it's its own story created just, using the Skyrim. It's a new story in Skyrim. It's just no. It's a, it's a whole new game, really. Yeah. Oh. Not tied into Elder Scrolls at all. Okay. Uh, just using the, the creation kit or whatever Bethesda calls it for yeah. Skyrim. I'm not sure. Tito said he'd been uh, watching you play that, but I didn't. I didn't yeah. know what it was, and I didn't. I was too lazy to ask. <laughs> yeah, you I know? hear you. Yeah, and I also played Terraria on mobile. Oh, on my uh. mobile device. Nice. I'd be interested to hear how that played. When the time comes, of course, because we'll we're gonna there. be yeah we're gonna be talking about No Man's Sky now. Uh, before we get into into the game, I want to get a feel for how much everybody played. Uh, starting with you, Will, I guess you were the you ended up being the first one to play. How much? How much No Man's Sky did you get in? Uh, only like two or not two hours off, six hours. I want to say is what I played, which wasn't as much as I wanted. But mm-hmm. how many different uh, like systems did you go to or planets did you visit? Uh, I saw three different planets. I spent a lot of time on my starter one, uh-huh. um, not much time on the second one, and I was just getting into the third one. Okay, cool. Eric, what about you? I probably played eight hours total. Uh-huh. I probably went to, God, I don't know, anywhere between six and ten planets. Okay. I don't know, somewhere in that range. Sounds good. Uh, I used my hyperdrive twice. Gotcha. To you go did to different two uh, jumps. Areas. Yes, two jumps. Okay. Uh, I've played, I played about 30 hours. I went to 16 systems and probably like 50 planets. Holy shit. Give give or take. Uh, I know I went to 16 different systems. The planets, I didn't, I didn't actually count, but it's, it's probably about 50 if I had to guess. So, uh, Corey, how much did you play? I think around 15 hours, uh, jumped maybe four times to different systems, but, uh, each of those systems had at least four planets, so I, I did visit a lot of planets. Sometimes it was just like in and out on a planet. Yeah, yeah. Just see the, see what it looked like, and uh, all right, I'm, yep. I'll move on. Yep. 
there's definitely a situation for for that type of exp- exploration. Pop down, pick something up, and then peace out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we'll start with uh, Eric and Will, I think, because they they've they've you know had it for a little bit longer than us and uh, didn't really get a chance to talk about it last week. So I'll start start with you guys. Um, Will. Yeah. Let's hear your thoughts on No Man's Sky. So from what I've played, I actually really like this game. Um, I hadn't played, and I saw online that a lot of people were kind of giving it a really hard time. So going into it, I was really worried. But once I started playing, I was kind of just, like, blown away by the size of the game. Uh, And one, like, moment where I was really blown away with this game was when I was landing on my second planet. And, like, when you're flying to it, you kind of don't get a feel how massive these planets are um, by being on them. But, like, when you're flying and, like, landing and, like, the whole planet takes up, like, your entire screen, you're like, holy crap, like, this is ginormous there might not be a ton to do on it but like just the scale of the game i was really blown away because i think this might be the most massive game i've ever played yeah um but yeah so far like i'm really liking it and like i kind of tempered my expectations going into this too because the hype was out of control for it and i really wanted to like it uh so like i wasn't expecting like a shooter or you know stuff like that like i was really honestly just expecting to explore and you know, mine some some uh, rocks and stuff like that and just fly around and explore, and that's exactly what this is. So I'm pretty pleased with it so far. Okay. What do, what do you think, Eric? What do you think so far? Um, I didn't want to interrupt Will while he was talking, but I it, there was one part of what he said that uh, that I almost did when he said he was blown away by the scale of it. Yeah. And when you get down to a planet, like, you see how big it is, but you get there and there's nothing to do. Right. Yeah. Um, I played another hour probably since last week and I don't have any desire to go play it again. Done, huh? There's, there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have an appreciation for it for like what they made. Um, but I would definitely say it's one of those games that I appreciate way more than I like. Okay. You know? Yeah. I just... You know, the the first time that I think I realized that I really didn't, uh, I don't, like I said, I don't know if I didn't like it is the right way to say it, but I didn't know why I was playing it was when I went to see Jeff this weekend, um, I was really excited to show him the game, so I took my PS4 with me. I turned it on, and I started showing it to him, but, like, I struggled to tell him anything about it because there's nothing to tell him about it <laughs> yeah. other than here's what you do. You fly to this planet, you look at these animals and these flowers, and then you leave. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you find upgrades to your things and drill into rocks. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, well, this is dumb. <laughs> gotcha. So that's kind of where I stand. Okay. Corey, what are your thoughts yeah. so far? I think oh, I think I, I think people mostly want to know what you think of of No Man's Sky. Well, it's it's funny because uh, nary a game has come out since we've been doing this where I've been so torn about my thoughts for the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I just say something real quick? Yeah. I meant to say if you if we had done this episode last week, my comments would have been way different than what they are this week. 
Uh, I'm I'm glad your comments are what they are, Eric, because I am with you 100. percent Yeah, I think there were there were two moments uh, when I almost rage quit this game, and it wasn't <laughs> until about hour about hour ten where I finally got into a rhythm, uh, and it sort of fell back on my like the way I like Zen play games. It's almost like playing a mobile game where you're not doing it consciously anymore yeah you're just like in a rhythm and like i think back to when i was playing nimble quest uh-huh. like i wasn't really thinking about playing nimble quest i was just kind of doing it because there's so little to do i don't know it's really hard to explain but uh at about hour two i uh i almost rage quit and i, I kept coming back to this idea of every time i almost have fun in no man's sky the inventory gets in the way mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that's just one little minor issue, but it's like, it's stuff like I get it. The restrictions are there to kind of force you into doing different things to do the only thing there is to do in the game, which is upgrade your shit. Right. And, and to me, that's not fun at all. Um, and it's, it's times when like I had to craft one thing and I needed to make four karate sheets. Those things don't stack. So I had to clear four spots of inventory and this was early on in the game when I didn't really realize how easy it was to come across everything. Yeah. So I'm right. thinking to myself, I'm like, I found this rare resource. I have a whole stack of it. Like, I have to get rid of it to craft this thing. I could sell it, but I have to find a place to sell it. And, like, I, it was before, like, I really knew how the game worked. Well, um, the easy fix to that is just let those fucking things stack. Yeah. And right off the bat, you don't... It doesn't matter if you know that or not. Right. Yeah. They and stack that's, at that that's point. my point. Like, to me, that's inexcusable mistake yeah. in, in game design to me uh I, I understand and i i totally get every little bit of criticism i've heard about this game and i see it 100 percent uh i listened to a ton of podcasts in the last week everybody talking about no man's sky uh and every complaint i've heard i tend to agree with yeah and the people that seem to like it uh say things like oh it's just what i wanted and that's fine mm-hmm. if that's if that if this is the type of game you enjoy great more power to you. Uh, but I've also heard people saying things like, oh, it's one of those games that I, I don't really enjoy playing, but I like hearing people's stories about it. Yeah, I heard that over and over again. But I have yet to hear a really compelling story. Oh, Corey, from I was just going to say, what stories are people coming across? Exactly. Like, the only story I could possibly think of was when I named a whale after Tyler. <laughs> like, and that's that's not a, cool the first time. That's not a story. No, that's not a story. I found a whale that I named after my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I found one other cool-looking animal. The only stories I've heard are stories of frustration based on jank within the game. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, interesting enough, Chris Cluey. Yeah. Is that his, how you say Clue. his name, the old Chris former kicker? Clue. Clue? Yeah. Uh, he was on Kotaku Split Screen last week, and he was talking about No Man's Sky. Uh, and he was saying how... <laughs> The ship that he got, I think it was him, the ship that he got was so high off the ground that every time he got out of it, he took fall damage. Really? That was pretty funny. Yeah. You know? I kind of like that, actually. Yeah, like, that that's interesting. Um, but, yeah, like, that whole idea of, oh, I like following the stories. What stories? Yeah, I have no idea. And, and if I have to play a game for longer than eight hours to find something, fuck that. And the part that I'm torn about... Um, and, and Will kind of touched on it a little bit, is there is a sense of wonder. Yep. And it, but it's not, for me, it's not, explore, it's not based on exploration. 
because you're not rewarded for exploring. You're just seeing new, new. Once you're on a planet, you see it, and that's it. And to me, it's like I feel like I am somebody. Uh, Hello Games has commissioned like within this universe to go and like check on the algorithm. Like, go to a planet, look around. Yep, algorithm works. That's it. And that's all it like I'm just waiting for that moment where I see something different. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I'd say like uh Tito in the chat said that the wonder doesn't last very long. I would totally agree with that. Like when I when I first started playing it, I was like, Man, this is fucking awesome. Like I thought it was the coolest thing, just going to these couple of planets and looking around and seeing the environments and then the the more I played and then when I took a break from it and didn't want to go back and play it i was just kind of thinking about why and i was like yeah like i've already seen what this has to offer i feel like and i don't i know that there's whatever at the center of the galaxy but like i don't care what it is because like Corey said the game doesn't make you really care Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know dan i like to hear your thoughts before yeah. I go more in depth. <laughs> no, I, I I I'm kind of in agreement with you, Court. Well, I I should say I like the game. I'm I'm kind of with Will. I I like the game so far, uh, but like you, like I totally understand everyone's criticism. And actually, I I uh, took down. There was a really long uh, Reddit post that I took some notes on about someone complaining about uh, the stuff that Hello Games claimed No Man's Sky was going to be, as opposed to what it actually is. So we'll talk about that later. I'm not going to get into that the right video? now. What's that? Somebody put a video together, right? There's a video. There's a long Reddit post. Um, okay. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, the inventory management is awful. I'm totally with you, Corey. Like, I, I don't know why they anyone thought that was a good idea because it's it's every – you're reminded of the inventory, like, probably once a minute. Uh, you I, have to. I you, gotta say, I think that they have it in there because that's the only thing that keeps you going. Well, see, I for me, it interrupts what I'm doing, like whatever I happen to be doing, whether it's uh, cataloging animals or mining or whatever. Do you uh, guys do that a lot? Like I, cat- cataloging and. If I'm on a planet with interesting wildlife, I do. Otherwise, I just I'll just nab the ones that are around me for the for the units. Uh-huh. Uh, like I ha- I landed on a planet today. Actually, it was I was playing a little bit before we. Um, before we started that I, I cataloged everything and got the 300,000 unit uh, bonus just because the the wildlife was, was so interesting. It was the first, Eric, you talked about the, you wanted to find a stegosaurus. I did. Um, I found a stegosaurus looking like big, ah. big dinosaur looking things. Not now quite, I don't have to. Not, yeah, I'll, I'll send you the picture and you're all set. Yeah, and I'll have it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, you know, the first uh, planet I'd come across in 50 planets that had interesting enough wildlife uh, to catalog everything. Um, yeah. So and see when when before the game came out, I feel like people made that argument that um, the, the the planets weren't going to be interesting and yeah. some of them might not have anything on it. I feel like I remember myself saying I, I'll be okay with that. Yeah, but I'm not. I see. I'm okay with it. I I don't want because what made that planet stand out was that I had been to. 40 planets that had nothing interesting on them. And that that's what, what made that one. What you through that? Like I uh, just the just the progression, you know. I I was usually there for a purpose, finding a resource that I needed for for the crafting. Uh like to upgrade specifically like uh the ship upgrades, the hyperdrive upgrades. That's um go ahead, Corey. 
I don't, I don't, I don't mean to keep interrupting. No, you're fine. But I'm afraid my thoughts are going to leave my no, brain. No, if just go ahead. The, up- <laughs> the, the upgrades are totally uninteresting and oh, not yeah, necessary. No, I agree. The only one that is is the warp drive. The warp drive, yeah. Uh, I'm, the other ones will give you like, especially if you put them together, will give you stack stacking bonuses and stuff. Like, I don't haven't done really very much ship combat, so like my ship is all like inventory space and then the the hyperdrive upgrades. What the hyperdrive upgrades do is let you go to the different color stars on the star map, and it's the higher level stars that have the more interesting things on them generally. Uh, you know, the the yellow ones I think are the ones you can go to with the starter warp drive. Um, and that those in my in my experience have been the the least interesting interesting planets, the ones with the, with the green and the red, and I guess blue is the the hardest one to get to. Maybe those are the those are the ones apparently that have uh, the more interesting things and the more rare resources and stuff. I think that the the problem with the upgrades is a the description of them is way too wordy when you get it. <laughs> yeah, like I look at it, I'm like, excuse me, yeah, what are you talking about? B, you forget about them the yeah. second you take it off your screen. Like, I probably have 30 or 40 upgrades. Yeah. I have no idea what any of them do or why I need them. Yeah. No, that that whole thing, and, and you know, get to get back to my initial point, like, I, I, every 30 seconds you're reloading the resources on your life support, on your gun. I know you can upgrade them so they last a bit, little bit longer, but it's still way too much to be going. And I, I don't like the way the inventory works. I don't like the long click to to select things. Uh, that whole thing just drives me crazy. And, like, my inventory is mostly full. Uh, my ship has 24 slots and my suit has 32 and I, I'm still battling with with uh, inventory, so and you, you can't it doesn't swap. it doesn't get better. You can't swap between ship and, and only, only if you're st- you have to have an open space. Only only yeah. if you're standing right next to it too. Like you can Literally. send stuff. You if you you can send stuff to your ship uh, from anywhere, but you can't get it back from your ship until you're standing right next to it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Oh, file that under other things. The game doesn't tell you. Yeah. I, well, in defense of that, I think we've all in the past been pretty big fans of games that don't hold your hand and tell you everything. Sure. I, so it, when I've heard that, that argument, didn't bother me. I, I, I've but, tried not to. But the difference is in this game, uh, Eric, like it, the, the games that do that, like Dark Souls, uh-huh. we, we know how to play that game. We might not know what everything is and what it does, but we know like what that game is. But we did the first time we played it, right? We knew it was an adventure game, and we knew we had to kill bad guys, and we knew we had to level up, and we knew we had, like, we knew, whereas in No Man's Sky, like, it's, it's, we don't know. We didn't, we have no idea what the game is. I don't know. I guess I'm just okay with it, with that part of it. Yeah, that didn't bother me either. I mean, you gotta learn to play the game the first time, just like you had to do with Dark Souls. I think I, I read about it on, like, uh, on a Reddit post or something, or maybe a tips, tips for playing No Man's Sky, um. I didn't. I don't. I don't even think I discovered it in the game anywhere. But uh, so there's that. That that's a battle that doesn't, at least for me, has not ended yet. And every time I get the opportunity, I upgrade my suit at the drop pods, uh, so I have more inventory. But then you just end up carrying more stuff. And like you guys said, when you need to to craft something that takes those microfiber claws or the carite sheets, you know, mm-hmm. like I had to make something that had four carite yeah. sheets on it. And I had to clear out space in my inventory. Four slots. Yep, four slots gone. So that's really frustrating and annoying. Um, 
and it's I knew it was it's constant. Happened to me tonight. What's that? That if Corey had the same thoughts as me, I was gonna really start to dislike No Man's Sky. It's fine. I I, I knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> I didn't want it to because I appreciate it. Yeah. No, I get. I, I appreciate what they were going for. Yeah, sure. I get it. I t- I totally get it. Uh, I think the the review scores, you know, the set six and a half, seven, seven and a half. I think those are all like right on for for what 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 the review score should be. Uh, this I one's think they're generous. Do you? Um, and and go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I keep interrupting you. No, you finish your thought. I was moving on. I was going to say next like thought. it's it's a game. Like if I was scoring it, I'd score it super low. But that doesn't mean I hate it. Right. I just have a yeah. ton of problems with it. Yeah. 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 Um. This one's a little bit nitpicky. Uh, I hate how there's asteroids floating around everywhere in space. That's just not realistic. It kind of takes me out of it. Uh, and they did it for a reason. Uh, they didn't want you to get stuck in between planets uh, without being able to pulse use the pulse drive. I guess. Yep. I'm just. I'm just. Yeah. I'm so conflicted with this game because it's like, well, why not? Like that seems kind of fun. Like I get it. It could be super frustrating. Wait, but it also could add an element of fun to the game. Or an, an okay, so you're or, saying being trapped in between planets well, in the you, middle of space. Something to figure take... out, something to do. You, you, you that's what animals. There, like, there's no, I, there's ways that, that where, there's ways you could have got around it too. Like, you know, in space there's like there's asteroid belts. You know, uh, so it would it would have been fine if there was an asteroid belt you could fly to. To uh, I'm talking about the the pulse engine, like you know how sometimes it'll say like, oh, you have six hours, but then you engage a pulse engine and it takes yeah. you like fifty seconds. It's something to plan ahead for too, like oh, I can't go into space without enough fuel to get me to the next planet over. Uh, and if you do happen to run out of fuel, they could have just had like a, a space tow truck or something, you know, to to call from the the space station there to tow you to the next planet or tow you back like, to the space station. I'd rather just shoot asteroids and fill no, it myself. No, I know, but, but, but why even have it if there's so much of it? What's the point of even having famium if it's literally everywhere? It's ubiqui- <laughs> It's too, a little too ubiquitous. Because then you can fuel your ship. But why? Like, yeah, I, I mean, I get that, but it's like but if it's just going to be everywhere, then why do I even need to worry about that? Why, it's just an extra thing I have to do in my inventory. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Um, so there's that, and uh, the texture pop in is a little bit annoying too. It's terrible. Um, yeah. Pretty so there's terrible. that. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I uh, ultimately I I am enjoying the game. It's it's a very uh, zen game for me. It's not one I'll sit and play for six, eight, ten hours at a time. But you know, to pop in for an hour or two here and there. Uh, I'm actually kind of into the backstory for the alien races. Uh, as you learn their language, you kind of you kind of uh, slowly learn the lore uh, of the different aliens. I'm also intrigued to figure out what exactly the Atlas is. Um, so that that's kind of what's keeping me going at this point. Um, I did like learning the language. That's one yeah. of the things I did like was learning the different words. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, um, could, because as I said too, you you learn a little bit of, of the backstory as you as you visit them like monoliths. And stuff mm-hmm. you learn a bit, a little bit about the backstory of the the three different uh, alien races, which which I find interesting. I feel like it's a game that's hiding some things too um, from well, from the players. I guess my thought is uh, the witness seemed like it was hiding some <laughs> things, and from all accounts, it wasn't. Right, I got gotcha. you. So I'm, I have a feeling it's the same kind of bullshit. It, it might just be a parlor trick. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I that I, that's completely my what I gather. Yeah. 
I, like, I don't know how much time you guys spend on the subreddit or whatever following communities. Have Fair you guys enough. seen anything that was like, oh my god, I haven't. I haven't even looked because I don't care. Yeah. I haven't seen anything surprising. No. I haven't bothered because I like the game and nobody else really does, so I haven't bothered uh, see, going I wouldn't, to like say, I wouldn't even say I don't like it. I just... I'm just talking about so Reddit in general. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Reddit's pretty... Is Reddit just shitting all over it? Mostly. Yeah, every, they, every they were. They're not anymore. All the haters have moved on. Yeah. <laughs> to hate the next thing that comes something out. something else to hate. They're yeah. going to hate Deus Ex now, so... Exactly. How dare they? I will no, I, could, I could get behind that movement. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk, too, real quick about uh, getting it to run well on computer, because it took me about an hour of tinkering with settings and starting and restarting uh, before I finally got it running well. There was one setting uh, in the in the graphics options that crippled your frame rate if, if it wasn't uh, set right, and that's the frame rate limiter. Apparently, if it was set to 30, 60, 90, or 120, uh, it would cripple your frame rate for no apparent reason. Uh, so what a lot of people were doing was turning that to max and turning V-Sync off, and uh, at least for me, that solved all my all my frame rate issues. It runs relatively well now. Um, but even for a while I was getting a lot of, a lot of frame rate drops. Um, when I first launched it, uh, I was getting 28 to 32 frames per second. And with significant drops, breaking up quite a bit. Yeah. My internet's probably not running well. Okay. It might be you, Eric, because I I can hear Dan just dandy. Oh, really? It it shouldn't be Eric. Yeah, right. Eric Scott by far. You would think. I know they've been here working on my internet, so it could be me. Maybe it's another Virginia storm. Fuck. I hope not. But yeah, I was getting twenty-eight to thirty-two frames per second with significant drops down to the single single digits. It was awful. Um, so yeah, it took me about an hour to get, to get it running, but once I finally got it running, well, it it uh, looks a lot better. So you had said that to me. Uh, yeah, so, and you said to let you know, but all I did was. Uh, like when I first got in, I saw oh frame rate's terrible, and I just turned the G Sync off and turned the frame rate. I think I only put it on ninety. Okay, and that immediately solved the problem. Yeah, which th- that's weird, right? It's really weird, but it worked. Yeah. So. Uh, like I had even because I I did all the standard things. I lowered the resolution. I I did uh, lowered the graphics settings all to like low. Uh, none of that worked. Um, yeah, I you know I was actually needed to, some of them needed to go higher actually than what they were set at on default so uh but yeah they've patched it a few times and now it seems to be running relatively well i don't get that many frame rate drops which is nice so i like to have a nice smooth smooth experience um yeah you want to talk about the the reddit post yeah yeah okay let's hear it let's uh, so yeah okay uh this is this has since been deleted but it it made the rounds all uh like last week and and into this week uh some people think the the creator of the post was doxxed uh which is why he deleted the post and uh and uh and and he actually deleted his account too um so that's why people think think he he was what doxxed that's where someone puts your information out on the internet how to contact you and and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, it documented the things and features that were shown in the game trailers, or that Sean Murray uh, said would be in the game that weren't. Uh, some seemed uh, nitpicky, un- yeah. unnecessarily. 
Uh, but I, th- I thought pl- there was plenty on there, were le- le- there that were legitimate. Uh, some of the big ones, loss of planetary physics, which were said to govern many different systems, uh, seemingly a cascading effect from the top down. Um, the retooling of ships to make them all functionally identical rather than having different classes for different play styles. Essentially homogenizing ship play into a single play style. Uh, the reworking factions from something with broader significance into the very simplistic system we have now. Uh, and then the last one, these are the the main complaints. These are all broken down into subcategories, which I'm not going to cover because it's minutia and we'll just, we'll just talk about it when we get there. Uh, resource distribution following none of the rules that were spoken of. Instead, resource variety is more shallow than we'd been led to believe. Uh, so distribution was seemingly homogenized regardless of planet-based factors. Uh, this also had a knock-on effect for trading, which was trivialized by the ease in which most resources could be found. And also crafting, which went from something Sean hoped would be community-driven a la Minecraft uh, to something that could only be done through recipes the game must teach you before you can actually use them. So those were the the big complaints. They were all broken down into, like I said, subcategories with, with minor things and all documented. It was actually a really well-done post. They were all documented with... Uh, with uh, YouTube videos or quotes from articles, uh, specifically from Sean Murray or stuff taken directly from from the game trailers. So um, I figured we could talk about that. Like, what what do we think happened? I mean, obviously it's it's a I think it's a different game than we were led to believe, right? Not for me. No, no I I don't know. It that's a hard question for me because yeah. I didn't pay attention too much uh, stuff leading up to it for fear of this happening. Yeah, so. I think I think for me, um, I've been skeptical about it all along. Sure, and I I do agree that they, I think they went a little too far in promising things, or yeah. at least alluding to things. And we saw that 2014 gameplay trailer. It was you know labeled gameplay. It wasn't you know teaser or uh, whatever cinematic trailer or anything. Yeah. Uh, but for me, the the game has always been about the one thing you know the algorithm and exploring the planets yeah yeah uh, but i would definitely agree that that we have the game has definitely been scaled back from from all the messaging that had gone out ahead of time yeah i mean didn't I, the division do this I, th- I think a lot of these games do that though they show you know like an early gameplay trailer that looks awesome and then if you pair it up with what actually gets released it doesn't look the same it's, but a yeah. lot of times with that it just comes down to graphic graphics fidelity, yeah. not yeah complete gameplay systems and like i don't know what was missing gameplay system wise like uh well they ta- they talked about shown. one of the things they talked about was um the uh how, how the planets were all physics based uh they would have orbits was one of them um that you know you could fly to the dark side of a planet uh and you know have it rotate into the sun take off and like none of the moons orbit any of the planets the space station doesn't orbit everything everything's like static in the in the uh solar system you can't fly to the to nothing orbits around the sun it's just like kind of there uh, See, the that background. stuff doesn't bother me though no i know but that's that's it's, it's, it's yeah. one of the things that that hello games said that they would do and and they they okay. didn't apparently yeah, i'm not arguing that this stuff bothers me i'm just saying it's, you know we were shown one thing and right the game's different that, that, that that's exactly right you know that's one of the thing one of the specific things that people people complained about because you know some for some people that that sort of thing's fun apparently they had a focus group uh that was very confused by by orbits and things moving where they shouldn't be like 
So they apparently that's one of the reasons why they nixed that specific system. But even look, going to a star, it's not a star system. It's a jumble of planets. Yeah. Like together with some moons. There's no, there's nothing there. It's yeah. just like planets just hanging there. Right. Which, like I said, was one of the things that they, they specifically said uh, that yeah. that wouldn't be the case. So. It's it, it, like even further than that and going off of that, I, I, I never feel like I know where I am. I don't think the star map is uh, very intuitive. No, it's not and at it's, all. It's very uninspiring. It's just dots. Yeah. Just glowing dots. It's not when you think of like exploring the universe and, and the magic and, and majesty of the universe, you think of like these awesome uh, colors and, you know, the Hubble deep field stuff and you know different star systems and binary and like all these neat little things but it's it's just dots it's yeah. just so you know what you know what i think plain. they could do to remedy that and because i actually spent a few minutes in, in in the star map just going in one direction straight just to see if i would get anywhere and i didn't it was like you said just a bunch of dots if you could zoom out and see yeah. your specific place in the galaxy like you can in mass effect i know it's a it's a different comparison but uh, see like where approximately you are in the galaxy and then zoom zoom all the way in and go past all those stars uh, i think yeah. that would that would be a little bit more more interesting of a even of when a you're thing. on a planet is there any way to really know where you are on the planet i think it even resets like when you leave when you leave this the the planet and you go out it, i think it for the most part resets i think like if there's uh if you have a waypoint that you scan from orbit that'll stay there but everything else around it changes I know you were supposed to be able to influence like the wildlife on the planet and uh, the landmass on the planet. I don't know if you can do that. I don't know if it's been confirmed. It doesn't feel like you do. It doesn't feel like you can. No, you're right. But uh, I don't know if it's been confirmed or denied that, that you can actually have an influence on uh, like, like if you wipe out all, all the certain critter on the planet, if that matters or if as soon as you go into orbit and come back down, they're all back. I don't know. This, I, I was just thinking, like, I remember back before this came out a long time ago when we were talking about this and we were talking about how it was going to be one of those make-your-own-fun games. Yeah. I just don't feel like there's any fun to make. Yeah. You know? Sure. There's just no fun out there. There's no tools to make your own fun. No, there's not. I don't know. I do think that'll be modded in. Uh, not giving the game an excuse, but I do think modders are going to... But at that point, my interest game. is gone. Yeah, no, I know. It, that's for other people. Yeah. Well, th- I'm more apt to go back to the new Destiny update, to be honest with you. I do want to play Destiny again, actually. Yeah, let's fucking do it. I'm ready. I also got a post from uh, a game developer who who uh, gave their opinion on what they thought happened with No Man's Sky. So uh, I'll read that, the, read that uh, real quick. Obsidian. Obsidian, yeah. Yep, the Obsidian guy. Um, who Obsidian's done some some great games. Uh, this person was its user Stormbringer GT on uh, on Reddit. They say uh, you start digging with digging and QA starts hitting your code. Uh, the issues start coming out and the ripple effect happens. Certain features get smashed with a ton of bug reports after hours of play. Fixing those features would take weeks, if not months, of your man hours to fix. So you have to decide to cut it to make your date cutting that feature invalidates another feature and so that too must be cut leaving another three features in and you realize you are getting horrible frame rate loss on the console you need to cut those or figure out how to optimize them 
Optimizing is usually the last thing we do after after we are feature complete. A domino effect occurs. You start to watch years of your life fall apart on the 11th hour. You're not even worried about sales. You are worried what people are going to say about your game. How do you address this? What can you say? Most of the time, you can't play anything for a multitude of reasons, or can't say anything for a multitude of reasons, or you are terrified to say something. Uh, he also went on to mention how invaluable having a PR team or PR people uh, is in the situations they can help you control the message of your game. Uh, he, he I think I think it was him that said Sean Murray spent a little too much time talking about what they wanted in the game before they had a clear idea of if everything would would work when when it came down to it. So, mm. and I think also Sean Murray made it pretty clear a couple of times he doesn't like being on camera and talking. Yeah, <laughs> so that probably didn't help at all. Yeah, uh, so I think uh, yeah. they could have really benefited from PR. Yeah, which in my mind says Sony, what the fuck were you doing? Yeah, as a backer of this game, why didn't you why didn't they step in and be like, hey, you know, that's not the game you're going to be putting out. Maybe we can help you with some messaging. Yeah. You know? Sure. Or at least give them more developers because they had four people or whatever up until like a year and a half ago. And then they got like 15. Like that's still a small development team. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They probably wanted to keep it small if I had to guess. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, Disappoint. It, it's been it's been uh, it's it's been interesting to watch uh, on Reddit and social media and stuff. And like, I kind of feel bad, you know. Oh, I do too. I, I really, do. really wanted the game to be awesome. Yeah, and it is in a certain way. Sure. Yeah. A but lot of, it isn't in a lot of other ways. A lot of people say it's a pretty photograph simulator. I took I some cool screenshots. Yeah, I did too. Found um, like a stinksy looking character oh we didn't even really talk about the 2014 gameplay trailer dan the stuff that they showed in that like the yeah interaction between creatures and the way the herds moved and that one yeah. like rhinoceros dude storming through the trees trying yeah. to chase that one thing to eat sure i mean that's another thing and 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 in reality the the monsters for me are mostly the size of like between a deer and a rabbit oh, okay i saw a couple of pretty big ones yeah. one that was attacking other creatures yeah Oh really? Yeah, that yeah. is that is. I've only the game. seen him wander yeah. aimlessly. Yeah, yes, for for the most part, that was the only one that I saw do it. I, I've seen uh, I've seen some big ones too. Like I said, the planet that I'm on right now has some like probably elephant size uh, animals. Um, and yeah, I've seen them hunt hunt each other. Um, uh, no, rivers was another thing because uh, in that gameplay trailer, there's there's a river. Uh, a lot of people hadn't seen rivers, but it's just something that's rare. I was on one planet that had rivers. Yeah. Uh, it was actually really, really a really cool planet because it had like gorges with rivers running through it and into like out into the ocean. It was really, really pretty. I should have taken we, pictures, but I didn't. Go ahead. Can we get into the exploration aspect a little bit? Yeah, sure. Because I feel like they missed the mark on a lot of things. Sure. In that respect too, because it's like the <laughs> you're exploring this universe, yeah. right? And you're supposed to be discovering things, but everywhere you go, there's outposts. Yep. Outposts, yep, outposts, aliens. Ships everywhere, the Sentinels everywhere, aliens everywhere. You're not discovering anything. Yeah. No. And that <laughs> takes me out of it. Uh, we talked a little bit about it, but the pop-in when you're going down into a planet really takes me out. Like, that could be a really magical experience, flying into an atmosphere for the first time. Sure. But it's, it's, really like, it's like the Google Maps, like, dithering as you get closer. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's so dumb. And even uh, the atmosphere, I feel like 
a lot of times uh, obscures when you're flying up into space. And not until I pull out a, like, pulse, using my pulse engine or whatever, do I actually, like, see outer... I don't know. It's just not magical at all. And that stupid freaking Atlas Pass, I uh, sarcastically texted you, Eric, when... I forget what you said. You asked me if I liked the game. And I was like, yeah, I love how you need to have an Atlas Pass to go most places in the universe. I wasn't sure if you were being sarcastic <laughs> or what you were getting at, so I didn't really prod any further. Good grief. It's like, oh, go explore this vast 18 quintillion planets, but don't forget your Atlas Pass. It's required most places. Yeah. It's like, that just immediately What, what does the Atlas out. Pass allow you to do? It Open some doors. Into different rooms that have items in them. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! Who cares? It's the same as the bypass chip. Did you make any bypass chips? Yeah, I made some of those. Yeah, it's the same same deal. So it doesn't it. really get you much. No. no it's just a, a reminder that you're not shit in this universe. Which I've seen a lot of people I say. Oh, that's that the wonder it. of this game is uh, how minuscule you are, and it's like, well, yeah, but that's not. Only on. for 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to go to a planet and have there be nothing there, and it's, like, impossible to walk around in. You know? It's just... I've had a few that were impossible to walk around in. There's that guy that did everything on his starting planet. Yeah. yeah. And part of me likes that idea, but the other part of me is like, well, that's... Like, if every if it's just that easy, I mean, there's no... What's the meat? I, I don't know. I'm having a hard time articulating it. But... There is no meat. That's the problem. And he said, I think it was on Kotaku I was reading, or Silicon Air or something. Uh, his it was Kotaku. The most exciting thing in his 30 hours on his home planet, and he was one of those people that said, oh, I love seeing you know the cool things that can come up and happen. And uh, he said, my favorite thing to happen in those 30 hours was I went up to this big pillar and I thought it was Heridium, but when I got there, it was Nickel. And I was just like, <laughs> that was the most was exciting thing. thing to happen to you in 30 that hours. Bitching. And that, to me, is this game. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I went out to dinner to like a fancy restaurant, and the only thing on the menu was bread and water. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And I was like, wait, wait. I do love bread, but it's not going to really tide me over very long. And no butter either. No, not even butter. They don't even have butter. That's <laughs> the butter you had to bring your Atlas Pass to get butter. Yeah, don't forget your Atlas Pass if you want. And another one for the knife to spread it. Yeah, I mean we haven't even touched on the same. Like each little question mark is the same nine things over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. the stupidity yeah. of those little uh, <laughs> number tests where you have to do the sequence. Yeah. See, I haven't there's, seen any of that. There's three different kinds of those. Three. And what blows my mind about that is I can code those in the one... I took a few coding classes. But I could, I could have gone into this game and coded new, interesting, fun versions of that. And there's only three. And they repeat. And I've only seen two of them. And one of them I've seen... Don't get ahead about, of yourself. You said fun. One of them <laughs> I've seen about 20 times. And then I saw another one once. Yeah. Okay. It, like all those things are just a reminder of, uh, for me, like how pointless my my time playing this game is. And speaking of games that don't value your time, yeah. 
Um, okay, so what, I mean, what do we want to see added to it? Like, what do you what do you think specifically would would uh, make your experience better with it? Problem is, Dan, I've said this before. I'm not creative, right? And it's not my job to think of those things. Sure. That's their job to think of that. Sure. Um, and I think that the the base is so bland and boring for me. I'm not even sure I would go back to check out any update. Okay. Um, I know they're talking about doing base building, but yeah. Why? What am I going to do there? Right. Right, and that's I, that's how I feel about like I feel like No Man's Sky doesn't even know what it is. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't think they have any idea what they want to do with it or like Where does I, where does base building fit into this game? It doesn't. That's the thing. The Not, whole point like, is to see different planets and you're going to set up It's all a base. exploration. That's that's the only thing the game has going for it really in my opinion. And like setting down on a home base that you're going to struggle to go back and find. Well, that sounds awesome. Like who wants that? Yeah. Nobody thought, else can see oh, it. Oh, this is a great idea. Yeah. I So, yeah, for me, I honestly have no idea what they could do to make it make it more interesting. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of people support the base building idea, but I, I hate it personally. I think it's stupid. Well, why? What is, the, what is the pros of that? I have no idea. Unless they build on some system to that. Like, oh, maybe if you find a... A planet that's rich in gold, you can set up uh, like a mining they, operation on it that sends you resources or something. I could see something like that. They mentioned that you just uh, have a bank full of money in. Great. That they mentioned a homeworld system, like just have a homeworld that you can warp to at any time from anywhere. But yeah, I mean that's not I, that's not a terrible idea, I guess. But uh, like finding your home planet would would kind of be fun. <laughs> it's hard. I went back to my uh, starting planet after, like, eight jumps, maybe. Uh, it probably took me half an hour to figure out how to do it. Yikes. Um, because I like my, my home planet, my my starter planet. It was uh, grassy and pleasant weather, uh, a lot of critters on it. I don't it. have the kind of patience to try and find <laughs> it again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wanted to go back because I hadn't, I think in that time, at that point, I had only come across one other planet that I thought was interesting. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'll, I'll find my way back. Apparently, there's a way you can do it. And after some some tinkering, I I did figure it out. So, have you guys found a lot of water? Um, yeah. No, most of the plants I go on don't have water. I only had one one planet that I went on that had that was like teeming with aqua life. Uh, had you know school, schools the, of fish. The one whale thing that I named Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually seen quite a bit of um, water, and one of the planets I found was mostly water. Um, oh, but wow. there was nothing in the water except for like plants. There was no yeah. uh, you know wildlife or really? anything. I was like, yeah, because like I didn't want to jump in there because it looked dangerous. You sure. know, I was like, shit, there's got to be something in there that's going to attack me. But wouldn't that lo and be behold, fun? it was just flowers. <laughs> And I feel the same way about caves. Like caves look yeah. so cool, but what's they do the when you go in, in there and you're like. Okay, I guess I'll turn back around. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been in a cave in a while. The only reason to go in a cave is uh, sometimes the wildlife. If you're trying to complete the wildlife scan, sometimes um, wildlife are hiding in there. One bright spot for me in the game, in addition to the bright spot that I still can't really articulate and put my finger on, uh, the spaceships. Yeah, the spaceships are cool. There's cool designs in spaceships. Some of them look like sleek like fighters some of them look like clunky uh i had the space balls comparison yep 
I had a really clunky, ugly one for probably 25 hours. Yeah. And I just upgraded to a nice-looking one, and it's been a great weight off my shoulders. I saw one that was awesome, and I wanted it so bad, but I didn't have enough money. Yeah, some of them are really cool. So for me, that's where I would start with add-on content. Yeah, Uh, improving space stuff in general. Instead of, like, for me, it's it's always really... uh, uh, cathartic after spending a lot of time adventuring out on a planet to come back and see my spaceship and I really like the design of my spaceship now uh, so I think like instead of base building, spaceship building where you can design and customize uh, yeah. not only cosmetic stuff but practical stuff mm-hmm. um, they, on they, your spaceship because that goes with you They mentioned and do a little more with the space stations too yeah, oh god they mentioned uh, uh, being able to have like a trade freighter type of ship so that will just do nothing but increase your inventory i i don't know how how they were planning on implementing it but yeah but i it seemed it it. it seemed like like along what Corey Corey said but have like cosmetic things that you could change on it and and maybe be able to go in inside of it i don't know stick a flag on it or something you know that's what they need they need licensed ships like rocket league has cars (laughs) with like a thumbstick athletes logo (laughs) flying around the universe personally i think that that would be cool that would be. That would be. I mean, it still only keep me for ten minutes, but it would be. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 good tech. It's yeah. Like that. The math is good in this game. Good I job with the math guys. I actually wondered if this was more uh, a precursor to what Hello Games maybe has coming down the line. It was a like a, a proof of concept type of thing to to see if they could actually create planet-like planets, you know, for, for something else, something bigger maybe, or for someone else. Maybe they were going to sell this to someone else to do something with. I wonder. I wondered that. Yeah, I, and I want to see the uncurated version of this. I want to see the version that's not worried about balance, that's not worried about you getting stuck, that's not worried about you having things to do on yeah. it. I want to see the nasty, vile... 18 quintillion planets. Maybe I land on one and immediately die. I don't know, but I want to that's what I want to see. I wonder if some of if you know, with the popularity of of the game before it came out, if that had something to do with some of these systems changing. It had to have had something to do with it. I would sure. think I, definitely. Because I, we talked about earlier, but the the orbiting planets and stuff, that was a a, a feature that they nixed because of the focus group. Uh, you know, people being too stupid to understand, uh, you know, plan- planetary orbits and stuff, uh, not knowing that like, you might have to look somewhere else, you know, because the, the planets orbit around each other, or moons orbit around the planets, or the, you know, the planets orbit around the sun, you know. Well, maybe it'll come back once it's out of early access. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I, I don't think it was ever meant to be, uh, you know, uh like a popular game it feels like 60 dollars like triple a no i don't even mean that i don't i i just think it's supposed to be a little more niche than uh you know uh sony's big exclusive for for the summer you know and that's on sony god damn it right i feel like they're getting a pass for all this sure and i don't feel like they necessarily should yeah no i agree you know? this i've never wanted to read a book about the development of a game more than i want for this <laughs> whole thing Secrets of No Man's Sky. Sean Murray could make twice as much money writing a book writing about a the experience. Book. You know, I I think I might even probably read that. Yeah, 
Is there an audiobook? <laughs> Will brings up a good point. You know, so, I think I might even listen to that. You know what? That's what that. Oh, there it is. Uh, no Man's listen Sky. Listen while you play the game. Yeah, No Man's Sky Game of the Year edition with commentary from commentary. the designers. That would be awesome. But brutally honest commentary. Yep. None of this pussy footing around like we've been doing. It's like, uh, yeah, Let's we had to, we had to cut 75% of the game because we thought <laughs> the populace would be too stupid to be able to figure, figure it out. So, And no, you go. never will see another person. Get the fuck over it. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, another that thing. That's awesome. the other thing I want to I want to hear him say. Yeah, I actually wanted to talk about that briefly. I because he's been he's been quiet about that whole thing, and yes. I I think my theory might be right with the whole time being not not the same. Um, everyone starts in the Euclid Galaxy. That's that's you know all all the players, um, and then as you if you go towards the center of the galaxy, you transport somewhere else. So I feel like the Euclid Galaxy is like the um the tutorial almost and then after you go through the through the portal that then it takes you to a random galaxy in a random place and i think that's where you can finally actually like meet other players which is why i don't I, this is just theory obviously yeah um, I, I think if that were true he would have come out and said something i don't like think that. so i think it's part of the i th- i think it, he's trying to be purposely uh silent on it cuz i i think he wants people to figure it out for themselves agreed but I feel like there's enough of a shitstorm over it yeah. that it probably would have made sense to be like, no, that's not the case. You can see other people. I'm not going to tell you how, but you can. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. It's just something. Yeah. If there's more to this game, I, I feel like a simple tweet that said, just keep playing, everyone. Yeah. It would suffice. Sure. We haven't even gotten that. Which leads one to believe that has has there been any, any response at all other than we're working on bugs from Hello Games? I I haven't seen anything. Yeah, he said that one like I think everyone's gonna be happy with the new patch, which came out today, right? I think it was yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, I know they're just doing bug fixing. They're not adding any content yet. I don't believe. So well, they they finally got a QA team. <laughs> <laughs> they added five more members. Yikes! There's that. Uh, there was one one video I saw. Um, it was you know no man what no man's sky was supposed to be, and it was the dinosaurs walking around to the Jurassic Park movie, and yeah. then it showed what no man's sky actually is, and it was this little thing tottering around, and someone was playing the Jurassic Park theme theme on like a kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's really good. It was hilarious. No man's sky in reality or something like that, and it's that like hoofed like yeah. ugly nasty. Yeah stupid animated thing yeah it was funny so yeah no i mean i still like it i'll still be playing it my one of the things i actually did want to mention is how interested uh my son is in watching what's going on in the screen uh he's really into finding the different creatures and he loves like when i take off and go into space because he's all about that that sort of sciencey stuff uh so yeah he, he he's interested to find out if something's an herbivore or if it's a carnivore or um, that stuff. So it it is fun to play. So it's and, a children's and... game. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it could be a children's game. Okay. Definitely. I'm actually gonna let him play tomorrow. Tomorrow in the morning, I'll I'll find a safe place for him and he can wander around. Yeah. That's one of the things I wanted though is more science out of the game. Like more, yeah. like you mentioned the physics stuff, like more practical physics and and yeah. uh, I don't know, just the way like are there even poles on the planets? 
They're all just the same thing. Not that I know of. It's just, it it just blows my mind. I don't know. Or, yeah, or the way, yeah, because the the poles are, you know, or the the way uh, the sun heats a planet, you know? Yeah. Uh, With the equator being hotter and the the north and south pole being colder. Which would lead to different biomes on, on planets. Sure. I mean, maybe that's asking for more than, I don't know, just one of the things that jumped out at me. I'm not bitter. I'm really not. Yeah. No, uh, I'm not either. I'm I'm more sad because I wanted it to be really good for them. But yeah. Uh, well, they're making their money. No, I know they are, <laughs> but at the same token, like, I don't know. I don't want Sean Murray to be sad about it about no. its response because Absolutely I not. feel like he's a good guy. Yes. I don't feel like he intentionally sold a product that. DD didn't put out. I don't feel like he did that intentionally. What does No Man's Sky look like if there were no hype and it was never a thing? It was just they just made what they wanted and it just came out. That's what I'm saying. I think it would have been a different. On I it. think it would have been a different game. You're right. Well, they probably would still be working on it. It probably wouldn't have been released right now. Yeah. Isn't it hilarious that Sony's two big um, exclusives this year are? two of the most overhyped games of all time being the last guardian and no man's sky. And they're probably both going to be about sixes. <laughs> yeah. Uncharted. Oh, I forgot about uncharted. I know you didn't Pretty like forgettable. it. Right. Well, yeah, I know you didn't like it, but the, I mean, I fans of the series. That's harsh. Fans. I don't know. Eric's the only person I've heard dismiss uncharted for. Well, I, no, I, I don't feel like we need to get into this again, but <laughs> it's a good game. Like yeah. I, under, I understand it's a good game, but it's not bringing a goddamn new thing to the table, and the ending was dumb. Right. Okay. Any other thoughts on No Man's Sky? I'm probably, <laughs> me and Will are probably going to be the only ones that still play it, right? I love, I love you, Sean Murray, regardless <laughs> of this. It's going to be my game of the year. Still my bro. <laughs> I'd rather this one game of the year than Pokemon Go. Corey, are we doing Pokemon Go for game of the year? We'll talk about it when it comes closer. All right, you guys can good. talk about it on the Pogo podcast. <laughs> uh, Which we're recording www.thepogopodcast.com, twitter.com slash thepogopodcast, facebook.com slash thepogopodcast. Corey at the Pogo podcast. That's more advertising than we've done for this podcast in probably two years. Yeah. True episode tomorrow. Well, now that the Pogo podcast is bringing in all the downloads of Thumbstick Athletes, I think Will and I earned it. <laughs> oh, you guys. Uh, Jimmy VC. Yeah. Uh, and if I could, before we move on, just thank a uh, friend of the show, Tito in LA, for purchasing me the game. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was awfully yeah. good. Uh, I'm glad I didn't spend $60 on it. <laughs> But I, I really appreciate the fact that you did, Tito. And you probably well, you probably wouldn't have had a ton of time to play mine either. I've been playing quite a bit. Probably not, yeah, because I saw you were on most of the time. I was on. I played mostly on Monday. I played like ten hours. Yeah, my my wife's been home, so um, you know, if, if I get a couple uh, a couple minutes to play during the day, I just pop in, and I leave it on. Like you know, I'll just jump in my ship if I need to get up and do something. So, okay. Uh, nibble bits. Will, start with you. Ooh, let's not start with me. Okay, Corey, we'll start with you, even though you're drinking. Let's start with me. Intel. Uh, we talked about 
a cordless VR headset. Intel has announced a cordless VR headset. It's called Project Alloy, and that is its differentiator. It's wireless, mm-hmm. but it's also still a ways off. Okay. Are they waiting for better, like, uh, near-field communication speeds or whatever? Um, I believe they said it was going to be open source um, mid-2017. Okay. So they're still in, like, the development phase, you know, mm-hmm. software development and stuff, I guess. I don't know. Okay. I think that'll help anyway. Yeah. And you don't have to carry around this clunky corded thing that you trip over and spill your coffee on your laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, Battlefield 1 Open Beta has a, has a date. It's dated August 31st on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Oh, who's going to play it on PC with me? Me. Yeah. I'm in. You, uh, just so everybody knows, you have to have signed up as a Battlefield Insider and indicated your platform of choice, and you have until August 21st to do that. So that's Monday? Do that right now. Uh, Sunday. You better do that by Sunday. They did send me an email about it, so if you're signed up as an insider, you probably got an email. Um, I haven't picked my platform, though. Don't let me forget to do that, Eric. Uh, you might want to tell somebody else to not let you forget. <laughs> I should tell Siri. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. Anyway, speaking of betas, Titanfall 2's beta, it's this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah it's going know. on right now. Uh, it's not on PC. Because, Respawn gave this reason, uh, because the single-player story has some wonderful secrets that we really want to preserve for launch, we also have to worry about leaks. Our wonderful, curious PC players have proven in the past that they will dig out anything they can, and there's a risk that they could spoil uh, some of our single-player. Data mining. That's the truth. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Sure. I will accept that as a valid reason not to have your beta on PC. <coughs> don't People can data mine console versions, right? Or are they... I don't believe. Yeah, maybe. I it's not as easy. That's for sure. Right. Uh, uh, if it's digital only, I don't think you can. I think you have, it, have to have the actual disc. So the the beta would be download only. People can't take that file and. I don't think so. I don't think you can take games off of there and put them on something else. <laughs> they can take discs and and do data mining on discs, but. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I've heard positive reactions to the beta so far yeah so, i would have played it um but it, like i just said it's not on pc so mm-hmm. whatever um final fantasy 15 officially delayed to november 29th about two months after their original release date the reason they gave their given reason is that they wanted to avoid a day one patch a la no man's sky uh, to deliver the best game possible to all gamers, despite their internet access, which is a n- no- novel, noble, noble, a noble goal. So they delayed it two months, so there wasn't a day one patch. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> well, if you think about it, when did No Man's Sky go gold? End of July. It's about. I think it's about two weeks that they need for disc printing uh, from from cert. Is that what they call it? Is that the yeah cert? Yeah, the biz phrase to get cert. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. That's probably not the whole reason. Uh, If it is, though, that's pretty cool. I like the idea of a complete Final Fantasy game just coming out on a disc, and what's on that disc is a game that works fully, doesn't have major bugs that need to be patched out. 
I like that idea. Sure. I've heard that the game's looking pretty rough. I'm not surprised, yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's another one. Like, I pretty much swore off Final Fantasy after 13. Um, You're now, right like, it, I'm up into 13, I was like, no matter what, I'm in. But after that, I don't know. It's gonna have to be pretty good. I was really excited for this one, but I don't know. It's just nothing. Doesn't sound good. The marketing behind it is just insane. They have the whole like, thing's weird. Full anime, which are, are apparently pretty good. Yeah, anime. I heard good things. Uh, I think uh, Podcast Beyond was talking about it. Yeah, I saw a headline today that the movie sucked. I don't know what they were talking. There's a about. movie. Apparently, yeah. there's a headline. That's what they were talking about. I just saw it on my. I thought they were talking about the anime. I don't know. I'll look it up. Huh. Uh, in lighter news, Ubisoft revealed the nos the nauseous rift. Yeah. You guys see this? Yep. No. Uh, it's a mask you wear around your face, so when you're playing the fractured butthole, you can smell the farts. <laughs> 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 I did hear about that. It's uh, apparently developed by a real perfume company. I watched GameSpot's Gamescom video of them trying it out. Uh-huh. It's really funny. Nice. The one, I don't know, I don't follow GameSpot too much, so I don't know their names, but the one girl was, like, gagging while she was wearing it and playing, <laughs> like, covering her mouth, and uh, it was really, really funny. And the guy finished playing, he's like, oh, I'm never going to play that again. <laughs> It's it's pretty cool. I don't know how much it's going to cost, but I would be super tempted to pick it up. Just yeah, just for the novelty of it. Yeah, I'll let you take the hit on that one. <laughs> Smell the farts. Mm-hmm. Just eat a bunch of broccoli. Swaft it in. Yeah. Yeah. Cup cup the fart and smell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, it's good for you. Did you guys hear that study a few years ago that came out? That, like, smelling that? your own farts is uh, people that – I forget the exact study. I'll Google it when it's somebody else is talking. But uh, apparently, there's some benefit to farting and smelling it. I don't know. And okay. my last one, THQ, is back. Nordic Games rebranded itself. THQ Nordic. This, of course, after they bought uh, several – THQ properties, including the THQ trademark back in, what was that, 2013? Um, Nordic is the Austrian games publisher. They One of the IPs they brought, bought was Darksiders. Uh-huh. We're still waiting on Darksiders 3, which I would guarantee is one of the games they're working on. They did say they have 23 game projects in development, and 13 of those haven't even been announced yet. So Wow. I would imagine one of those is Darksiders. They also have Red Faction, so that might be one too. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's good to good to see THQ back. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy fifteen movie nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's nice. Thirty four percent on Metacritic. That's real bad. IMDb has an eight point four out of ten. I don't know what the rating criteria is for that, but hmm. it's got a lot of popular people. Lena Headey. Aaron Paul, Sean Bean. How long is it, and where do I find it? Hour and fifty minutes. It's in some theaters, I think. I think it's select theaters. Mm. Can't buy, you can't stream it digitally? I was thinking if it, if it was something I could watch in my house, I might. Yeah, I don't know. Someday. Anyway. 
Okay. Will, you want to take it away with Nibble Bits? Uh, I've been looking for Nibble Bits, but there really hasn't been too much that Nothing. has caught my eye. I'm pretty much watching Pokemon anime okay. highlights. Nice. All right, I'll go next then. Uh, so The Witcher made an appearance at the Olympics last week when Vitalina Batsar, uh, Batsarashkina, a uh, uh, Russian air pistol competitor, uh, was adorned with images from the series. She even sported Geralt's iconic wolf medallion uh, that was hanging from the belt loop of her pants. She ended up winning a silver medal, which is fitting for The Witcher series, uh, in the 10-meter air pistol event. So, good for her. It was Vitalina Batsara Shkina. I read it like thirty times in preparation for the for the nibble bit, and I still can't. I still <laughs> can't say got. it. Still can't say it. Uh, but yeah, that was that was that was kind of a cool thing to see. How old was she? I think she was nineteen, maybe. Oh man, isn't that weird? What? Like, I don't know if she's a big Witcher fan. Yeah, seems like uh, it. Yeah. Uh, but she probably grew up with like the Witcher games, the Witcher games or the books. Who knows? Speaking of which, this is totally unrelated, but I had to get it out there. Uh, the games cast, fi- kind of funny games cast. Did you listen this week, Eric? No, I don't often listen to that one. Um, I like Tim. Tim is he the one that does it? Tim Geddes. Is he the one? He's the one. Yeah, he's my favorite. But uh, really, of that group, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we can get into that. Yeah. But they were talking about, uh, they had a listener write in about the best video game trilogies of all time. And they talked about it for about an hour uh, and failed to mention until the very end Mass Effect. Really? Didn't even bring it up. I mean, one could see why. <laughs> I don't know, man. Mass Effect's pretty good. Like, one no, game one, game two, game three, like, is there any better trilogy in video games it's not really my bag so it's uh, i'm kind of out on this one yeah but my other thought that they what? didn't mention at all was the witcher That's they, why I what about bioshock w- that was in there was right? that one of the trilogies they talked about or is that not considered a trilogy it's not there's no through line there you know it's not right. a, a story one two three right but they also said uh the uh grand theft auto three the most re- grand theft auto 3d games Vice City, San Andreas, and that's not really a trilogy either. No, I know I but that was that was their pick. Really? Yeah, I don't that's know. A bad pick. That is a bad pick, and they're dumb for thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> Sign my change.org petition to have them re-record that episode. What 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 were some of the other ones they talked about? Let's judge. Oh gosh, I can't remember. Saints Row would have been a pretty good one. Saints Row, yeah. Well, that's four games. It's not really a trilogy. Yeah, yeah well, that was one thing they struggled with, too, is it's like, well, Uncharted, they said, but it's like, well, there's a fourth one that wasn't really necessary. Diablo? Diablo's, meh. I don't know. When I think trilogy, like, it's just Mass Effect fits that bill better than any series. Mass yeah. Effect and The Witcher, because The, Witcher, the is, Witcher is, it's Geralt's story from 1 through 3, yeah. And Commander Shepard's yep. uh, 1 through 3. Yeah. It 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 it's compact and can stand on its own as as yep. three games. Yep, but that sure. Witcher didn't even come up in uh, the Mass Effect. They I guess just forgot about until they actually went on a website and read through them and, and realized that that was one of them. Huh. It's like oh yeah, but that like that immediately jumped into my head. 
Yeah. Actually, I do have a nibble bit, Dan. Okay. Uh, it has to do with Mass... Well, sort of Mass Effect, but EA changed their stance on uh, remasters. Yeah. Recently. Um, basically, I think it was last year they said that there's no market for it and that they think it's for people who have run out of ideas. Uh, and then flash to this year, they said that there's more of a market for it, uh, and that's been proven by the other remasters that they can't announce anything yet, but they're gonna they're gonna see some things that um, fans are gonna be really happy about. So I'm uh-huh. guessing a Mass Effect remaster is coming. I mean, I kind of agree that it's part of uh, running out of ideas. Oh, definitely. But yeah, there's also a market for it. Especially for Mass Effect. Yeah. I think out of all of the remasters, that's the only one we need. Mass Effect 1. Um, I'm looking forward to Skyrim. Is that a remaster? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I think they could do some really cool things, like have all of the games like on one disc and have it seamlessly transition into each game and yeah. up-render the first game. I don't know. Uh, the first one needs some gameplay refinements. Yeah, that too, yeah. I know Corey disagrees with me, but... What are we talking about now? The first Mass Effect. Oh, yeah. It's a little, a little rough. It is. Gameplay-wise. Gameplay-wise. Everything else about it's great. But uh, Okay, my next nibble bit. Social media giant Facebook is launching its own gaming platform for the PC. They're teaming up with Unity to seamlessly integrate your gaming with your Facebook homepage. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not being serious. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I there's not enough details, I guess, to really have a feel, one a feeling one way or the other. I don't like Facebook getting its goddamn grubby hands on everything, so I'm immediately against that. But who, who knows? Why, Dan? Well, you know, I guess if it, if people need a, a central place to play Farmville and um, what's the big Facebook games nowadays? I don't even know. Is uh, Farmville still big? Do people still play Facebook games a lot? Probably. I still get invites every now and again. For what? I don't remember. I always just ignore them and Corey, then block the app. Come on, you're in the you're in the biz. Yeah, this is <laughs> industry fat. Somebody's got to be in the know around here. Yeah. Yeah, because I only lo- ever log into Facebook to uh, do thumbsick athlete stuff. Other than I that, only have like ten friends on there. Nice. So, and thank God none of them have invited me to any games. Because then know. I'd have to remove them from my list. No longer friends. Um. So that's that's interesting. We'll keep you posted on that. And then my last little bit. Xbox last week boasted that they had finally had a month where they outsold the PS4. Uh, so that's one out of how many months now? A lot. Uh, that was obviously due to the steep discounts of the system right before the Xbox One S went on sale. We learned yesterday, however, that despite outselling the PS4 for once, the Xbox One was not the top-selling console for the U.S. in July. Uh, that honor goes to the 3DS. The 3DS sold 80% more in July this year as opposed to last last year. Uh, and its popularity is no doubt due to Pokemon Go and the yeah. low cost of the 2DS. Hell yeah. So, Eric, Absolutely. I know you bought a 2 Was it last month you bought a 2DS? Sure was. So you could be factored in, into that into that number. Where was this, Dan? U.S., globally? It was the United States NPD sales figures. 
That Monster Hunter game came out. Monster Hunter, yep, that was one of them. And like yep. I said, Pokemon, uh, they steeply discounted the old games like like Eric talked about. They Red, blue, and yellow were all steeply discounted. And uh, And, that, you know, with all the trouble that Pokemon Go had when it launched and not running, people had the taste in their mouth for Pokemon and went and, you know, played some of the older games. So, yeah. I thought that was interesting. So that's it for my noble bits. Eric, what do you got? Dan, I've got, uh, I know I told you I had two, but I actually have three. Nice. Uh, Rocket League, my favorite game ever, has now sold 7 million copies. You guys want to take a guess as to how much they've earned? So the budget of the game was $2 million development. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Guess how much they've made in revenue. Probably hundreds of millions. $110 million Okay. from game and DLC sales. Good for them. They wow. did all right, huh? Yeah. I read New two, mode coming out soon, too. I read, like, $2 million of the copies within the last, like, two or three months, too. Yes, sir. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right, Dan. That was the other part of this. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I beat you to it. No, that's all right. Eric, I um, think uh, my yeah. two-week vacation uh, without Rocket League has kicked my addiction. <laughs> Did you play it since you've been back? No. Excellent. Well, that's why. Yeah, I know. As soon as I play it, I'm going to get the <laughs> bug again. You're done. You're yeah. back. So it hasn't kicked your addiction. But it's been so nice no, it hasn't. to play other games. <laughs> just, just, no, just wait till you get the shakes. Then you'll go crawling back. There, I'll... There are no other games. I'll probably have a couple beers tonight and be right back in there. Um, you may have a partner if you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love nothing more. Corey, <laughs> did you like when I messaged you asking if you want to play Rocket League? Did you like my response? Uh, yeah, I thought that was good, and it made me a little happy because that's about where I was with the game at that point. I was like, all yeah, right, I was, I'm not alone. You didn't agree back with me. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to be the only one. <laughs> I didn't want to spoil anything, so that's why I just did yeah. the haha, you know? That's good. That's because Corey knows he's the wild card. We never know what he's going to like he and is. not like. He has to play that role. I think me and Will agreed that Corey wouldn't like. Me and Will agreed the other day that Corey wouldn't like uh, No Man's Sky. Oh, well, yeah. Well, what happened with me, Dan, is I saw you had put 20 hours into it, and I'm like, well, if he doesn't like it and he put 20 hours into it, there's something wrong with him. So I'm assuming Dan <laughs> likes it. Yeah. I don't love it. I like it. Okay. He's all right. You put a lot of time into games you just like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I wanted to make He's sure a I friendly guy. I wanted to make sure I got a, a you know a decent amount of time so I could talk, uh, you know, confidently about it. You saw everything you needed in that first couple hours. Uh no. As I said, I've I it took me, I bet you twenty hours before I saw my first river. What? <laughs> yeah. Corey. <laughs> Most exciting thing. River. Finding a river. No, so I was, okay, so I spent 30 hours on my starting planet, and this one time I saw so a tower of rocks, and I thought it was Heridium. But it was nickel. It was nickel, guys. It was nickel the whole fucking time. <laughs> Mind, Mind blown. blown. There definitely uh, has sarcasm in that statement, by the way. If you read the article, it doesn't sound like sarcasm. <laughs> Maybe he was being sarcastic and the author of the article didn't pick up on it. It had to be. That would like, make it even better. Who would think that that's exciting? Let me see if I can find it. 
But no, I'll you're keep going with my nibble bits. Yeah, keep, keep going. You're right though. Okay. With after the first like five hours, you kind of stop getting excited about things. It's just you know yeah. moving on because you've seen everything in the game except for what the math can offer you. Yeah, yeah. Occasionally you'll see something interesting, but go ahead. Uh, so my next nibble bit is a bit of a throwback to one of our old favorites, at least a couple of us, Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Well, getting a new update. Are you excited? Did you see this? I did. I was really excited, actually, to see all of it. Uh, getting a nice influx of StarCraft content. I believe there are three new Battlegrounds. Is that right? Uh, as far two. as I knew, there are two. Okay, yeah, we got Braxis Holdout. Yep. And Warhead Junction. Yep. Right. Uh, a new StarCraft hero. Alarak, do you know anything about that background? Uh, I just know he's a Protoss and he's okay. an assassin, which is yeah two of my favorite things from StarCraft. So melee assassin, and then um, kind of tacked onto it, another Overwatch character is going to be put in the game. Zarya oh. will be in there. Uh, she's like uh, the one character. She's like the one character I didn't really like from Overwatch. <laughs> Maybe you like her better in Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, might. I really want to play it again. By the way. Overwatch or Heroes of the Storm? Uh, both, actually. But Heroes of the Storm more. I'm down to play both. I want to play Ariel, but nobody plays with me. So, like, play I what? Just have, uh, Ariel, who's the new healer in the game. Oh, well, just text me. I'll play with you. I just sit here and play Rocket League all day. It is funny. I can't tell you. It's just, Actually, just about every week I say I want to play something, and you say, just text me. No, it is every week. Yep. It's not just about every week. It's every week. <laughs> Can confirm. Can we will, answer you to confirm. We will play this weekend or week. Yeah, it will not be this week because the family's coming into town, and then I'm I'm actually going to be in New York uh, for Justin's bachelor party. Nice. So we're not playing. Yeah, we're gonna forget by next week. Oh, Got, guys. Yeah, I gotta read this. Okay, go for it. Yeah, let's hear. It. Uh, yeah, so it's Patricia Hernandez article on Kotaku. Uh, she writes, it's absurd to think one could spend dozens of hours on a single planet, but this far in, Kabatangs, that's the name of the guy, uh, still finds small ways to surprise Fernandez. That's the name of the player. Katabangs is the player name. Uh, and he says, quote, the coolest moment was about 15 hours in, I ran up to a giant pillar of what I thought was going to be Heridium, and to my joy turned out to be Nickel. My eyes were bugging out of my head. I honestly thought I had seen absolutely everything this planet had to offer and was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> By some nickel? What? Okay, I, I like No Man's Sky a lot, but even this quote is ridiculous. <laughs> so I think it's it's mostly because he found all this on one planet that, that brought out the excitement. I think yeah. that's where the disconnect is. And I, I'll say that it is at least 5% more acceptable for him to have gotten it that excited. Yeah, but he says in all that time spent on his, the planet, he it, says the coolest moment well, he was had, 15 hours in. He hadn't seen Nickel anywhere else on the entire planet. He hadn't seen Nickel, Corey. And do you need Nickel for something, or is that what yeah, you it's at, to sell? For higher level recipes, you need Nickel, and a lot of Nickel. Well, there you go. He needed mm. Nickel for a high level recipe after his first 15 hours of fussing around on his planet. You know, he should buy it. It's expensive, Corey. Yeah, like nickel goes 20. for a lot. You can get. Right, like... I was wrong. It was mind blowing that his tower. Well, no, 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 no. It definitely wasn't mind blowing, and that's dumb. Me that and Eric. Me and Eric are just trying to empathize a little bit. Yeah, I'm just trying to 
see things from my f my friend's perspective. <laughs> Corey, I'm with you. But really, that guy is an asshole, Corey. <laughs> I'm sure he's a great it, guy. You're right, I though. Know. You're right, though. It does not sound like sarcasm at all. No. My eyes were bugging out of my head. <laughs> T like Tito says, this is what I was trying to convey. It's that he's been wondering where he could find nickel, and he actually found a big old mound of it. So he was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah. It's because he'd been wondering. Think about it. Like in real life. I know this isn't real life, but think about it. If you're on this planet and you fucking needed nickel so bad and you've been wandering around for 15 hours and you found it, your eyes would bug out of your dumb head. <laughs> Can we change nickel to Taco Bell? Yeah. <laughs> if he'd have found a Taco Bell, oh my god. I'm going to talk about Taco Bell during my week, so. <laughs> oh, That's boy. why we need more licensed content in No Man's Sky. Imagine if in the algorithm, Taco Bell thought. <laughs> in the algorithm, Taco Bell paid a whole bunch of money to get like a Taco Bell hut planted on every like one million planets or something like that that would but be amazing actually a taco bell slash pizza hut express there yeah. you go wow oh. options because you know what would happen if i saw that in the game i would immediately as long go as it was open bell. i would immediately go to a taco bell dan i went to taco bell this week too i wonder if we got the same thing we might have we'll find out the, later the new thing <laughs> yep all right i'll do you one better i'm excited Hidden on the planets are coupon codes Ooh. <laughs> that would oh, be genius. Talking. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, you take a you take a picture of the QR code with your phone, and you take it into Taco Bell, and maybe get something free. Eh. But maybe somebody's discovered that QR code already. You yeah. don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But nobody has because you can't be in the same world with anybody. Sure, yeah, it's true. And my last nibble bit. Uh, I just thought of this, and I nobody else tweeted it so i figured this was worth talking about real quick at least um a new metal gear game kind of got announced uh from konami metal gear survive which is a four-player co-op stealth game where you fight zombies and it takes place after the events of metal gear 5 ground zeros uh-huh so. should be interesting yeah, I don't know. It's not going to be 60 bucks. They did con confirm that, so that immediately piques my interest. I think people yeah. hate hated on the game, didn't they? What's that? On the on the the new Metal Gear. Oh yeah. Oh, sure, I'm sure they did. It's the internet. And it's Plus, Konami. I mean, it's Konami, so yeah. there's that. But okay. I thought that we should at least bring that up. Yeah, definitely. Here. That is news for sure. It is, it is. And that is it for me. Okay. How's your week, Eric? Uh, I did some things. I wouldn't say it was a good week. Uh, I went up to Washington, D.C., the Alexandria area, to see my buddy Jeff, my FIFA partner. Um, so, co-worker of mine that was familiar with the area, I told her I was going up there, and she suggested a place for us to go eat, and it's called Peking Gourmet. Uh, it's an Asian restaurant, and I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And she said, get the Peking duck if you go there. So ordinarily, I will immediately look at a menu of a place if somebody suggests it. But I was in a hurry to leave so I could get up there. So I didn't look at it. So I get to Jeff's house and we're, you know, shooting the breeze. Uh, we call, He called to make reservations because she told me it gets very busy. So I, I told him I'll be there by 730 to so make it for 730. Well, the earliest I had was nine. Wow. So I was like, all right, whatever. We'll go at nine o'clock. That's fine. 
So nine o'clock rolls around. I go, Jeff, this isn't a fancy place, is it? And he goes, did you look at the menu? I go, no. He goes, it's a little bit pricey. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Like, how much is it? He's like, I, you know, you're looking 25, 30 bucks a plate. And I was like, ah, well, all right. We already made reservations, you know, went in Washington, D.C. So, but I was like, I'm wearing what I'm wearing and we're going. So we get there and all the staff is like decked out, dressed up. And he opens the door and he goes, I'm going to let you go in first. So I go in there. <laughs> um, the people that were there eating weren't like super dressed up, but we were definitely stuck out like a sore thumb, sore thumb walking through that place. But I guess this place is like world renowned for mm. this one dish, the Peking duck. Uh, there's pictures on uh, on all the walls of like all the celebrities that have been there, like John Travolta. The walls are covered with pictures of celebrities. So we sit down and I open the menu, and the Peking duck is forty three dollars. Wow. The one she told Ooh, me to geez. get. Luckily, it's f- fed two. Oh. But it felt like we were in the scene from A Christmas Story <laughs> when they go for Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. It's like that kind of thing. It's just like it was so such a cool place and such a weird experience like to go at nine o'clock at night to get some roasted duck it was just such a weird thing but uh, it was actually really really good so they they come out and the woman the woman comes over to the table like i said we stuck out like a sore thumb she goes first time coming here i go why do you say that <laughs> and she goes oh okay <laughs> and uh, that's funny <laughs> yeah, so we ordered the Peking duck, and Jeff and I split it, and we also got some dumplings. Um, but they bring the duck out, and like they hand carve the skin off of it right in front of you. They put the skin on the plate, and then they cut the meat up off the the breast of the duck and put that on the plate. So they have these things they call pancakes, or like tortillas they make there. And then on the the tortilla, you put plum sauce, uh, sugar, cucumbers, uh, green onions that they actually grow there. They're a special green onion. Then you put a piece of the duck meat and a piece of the skin on there. You roll it up. Super, super good. So if anybody is ever in that area, it's worth the price. You know, if you're going to split it with somebody, it was really good. Uh, But that was just kind of a neat experience. So the reason I went up there was to go to uh, the Arsenal Bar in DuPont Circle, which is called Lucky Bar. Uh, It was the opening weekend of the Premier League. And uh, Arsenal was playing Liverpool. There was a lot, a ton of people there, mostly Arsenal fans, a handful of Liverpool fans who were fine. The people that stuck out were the four or five Manchester United fans that stuck around after they played in the morning, who made it such a miserable experience for me because it was just this group of douchey guys, and they're exactly what you're picturing. Oh, yeah. Been sitting there drinking all morning, got their beer muscles going, and... Their team's not even playing, but they just feel the urge to need to talk shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm I'm too old for that. You know what I mean? I'm just too old for that shit at this point. So, Lucky Bar was kind of um, awful because of those guys because Arsenal lost 4-3. to three. They got down 4-1 to one at one point, so that was really, really fucking bad. Um, but, I don't know. I'm happy. I was good to see Jeff. Uh, he's got a new apartment up there, and... Lucky Bar is a cool place to go watch a soccer game as long as those prick Manchester United fans aren't there. Yeah. But. Why would you? They're they're just there to cause other people to be miserable, too. That's literally all they were there for, Dan. 
Come on. It, it was the guys, uh, they were standing behind me, and I was listening to them talk, and they were talking about, you know, how they were going to beat some guy's ass or something like that. And I'm just thinking, oh, my, you guys just couldn't be any worse. Grow up. You're just the worst kind of people. Yeah. It really ruined it for me, but I'm just getting old. I'm glad I'm glad that I'm older now and like cuz back in my younger days I I probably would have you know fed into that. Sure. And it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Luckily I'm too old for that shit now. Uh-huh. But So that was cool. Um other than that, I think that's pretty much all I did this week. I've been working at uh, one of the new stores that opened for the company I work for, so been down in Richmond a bit. Nice. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Uh, well, you want to talk about Taco Bell? Always. Yeah. All right. Uh, I tried the Taco Bell spicy cheese nacho core burrito. Yeah, not bastard. Uh, I still haven't gotten to try the triple double. Oh, really? Did I talk about that? I tried that. I tried oh. that too. Was it good? It was good. It was just yeah. a big crunch wrap. My it complaint didn't... with the crunch wrap, the the average ass crunch wrap, is that. There's not enough meat and filling in it. Yeah. It always just tastes like lettuce to me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And this um, one had a lot more. So I more. feel like this was what the crunch wrap should be. Yep. Um, but I'm sorry, Dan, I missed. What did you have? The spicy cheese nacho core burrito. Yeah, so I got the spicy one and the crunchy core. Okay, I haven't tried the crunchy one. I might go yeah. after this episode's over to get one. Yeah. Well? Uh, it was good. Uh, one, the, the, the defining characteristic of it, obviously, is the the cheesy core uh but the spicy one has jalapenos on the inside and like in the cheese which, which i normally nice surprise I, normally i don't like jalapenos um but in that it was really really good i'm I not love sure jalapenos. why yeah i like them in very specific things um and this just happened to be one of them oh yeah they they go super well in there oh it was it was just mixed in with the cheese and the beef so well yeah, yeah. so good it's only a couple bucks right for the burrito yeah, I want to say it's like two. two I don't something? know. Yeah, my my wife picked it up for me, so. Yeah. And it's uh, hefty. It's yeah. a hefty burrito. Yeah. How was the crunchy one? I didn't try that one yet. Um, very similar. Okay. I mean, I prefer the spicy one just because I like spicy. Yeah. Uh, and I love the flavor of jalapenos, too. Yep. Um, but, you know, it was good. It was yeah. a little crunchier. Crunchy. Did Without that, the spice. Does it have Fritos in it or something to make it yeah, crunchy? Yeah, I think it was Fritos. Okay. Yep. So, yeah. Thumbs product, up, for, thumbs thumbs up for that stuff. Taco Bell, yeah. they make a fine, had, shitty Mexican food. I had yeah. Pizza Hut as well for the first time in quite a while. Oh, I wonder why I put twenty pounds on. What'd you get? Well, uh, as I think I talked about it last week, my uh, my wife passed her boards. Uh huh. She has this thing where she um, she seems to think that Pizza Hut makes good pizza mm. sometimes. <laughs> So she likes the stuffed crust. Okay. So as a reward, yeah, she wanted stuffed crust pizzas. So we got one, and it actually was really good. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised because I've had Pizza Hut be really bad. Yeah, the past but few this one was damn good. The past few times I've gotten Pizza Hut, it's been it's been very good too. Because I worked yeah. there for a lot of years, so oh, I got I used I got used to everything that they had, and I got to the point where I just couldn't eat it anymore because I ate so much when I worked there, sure. like ridiculous amount of pizza. Uh, <laughs> if you if you can imagine. Um, so yeah, for a while after that, I couldn't, I couldn't eat there anymore, but I'm, I'm slowly, you know, it's not one of my preferences, but if they have something new or like I said, the wife will let, like, uh, your wife, Eric will want a stuffed crust occasionally. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. 
Okay. Um, so there's that. Uh, I've just been watching the Olympics when I haven't been gaming. I've got to give NBC some credit for their coverage of the Olympics what? this time. What? Go ahead. No, it's just far better than at least what I remember the the Winter Olympics coverage was because they actually have things on. Uh, it's pretty much on all day uh, in the morning, and they have like four or five different channels where you can watch different events. Uh, so it's been a lot better. Like I, I feel like my complaint in the past has been that they never had anything on. Um, they you know show other countries doing things if if the United States isn't necessarily doing anything at that point, which I like because uh, I know for the Winter Olympics last time I had to, I subscribed to a, a, a VPN so I could watch the BBC coverage, but I didn't feel like I needed to do that this time around. So I got to give them credit for that. I don't really know because I haven't really watched any Olympics, but. Oh. I just Did you guys hear about all critical. this shit going on with Ryan Lochte? Yeah. yeah, what an idiot. Yeah, he's he, an idiot. He is an idiot. What a bonehead. <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't know. And then did about... you hear about the, the goalkeeper for the U.S. women's soccer team? No. Hope? So they lost to, her name's Hope Solo. Hope, uh, yeah. She's always been of questionable character in yep. the past. Uh, they lost to Sweden, and... <laughs> She said after the game that the better team didn't win and that uh, they played like cowards, that Sweden were a bunch of cowards. What? Because of the way they played. So there's really a couple of ways you can play soccer. In my opinion, when you boil it right down, you can play like counterattacking defensive soccer or like offensive, more attacking soccer. Sure. So Sweden played the uh, the, the counterattacking defensive soccer. The Leicester. Yeah, 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 exactly. But probably a little less counterattacking. Just kind of packed it in, hoping to get one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's why she called them cowards. Uh, but that's just the way to play the game. Yeah, they played a win. You don't. They ended up beating uh, Brazil too. They did. They beat the U.S. and Brazil. Yeah. So they I mean, they yeah. weren't a bad team by any stretch. You know, they they were capable I mean, of winning. They're the Leicester of the Olympics. Right. What uh, I I didn't see how is that event finished yet? I've... I don't believe so. Okay. I don't think it's over yet. I can't I, remember who they're playing in the gold medal. I know the men's team was going to play the the men's was Germany versus Brazil. Germany so, and Brazil, yeah. Was for the for the gold. I didn't. Arsenal's didn't see got who. a guy in Germany that's uh, up and tearing it up, so that's kind of cool. Who's that? Uh his name is Serge Gnabry. Oh, okay. Yep. Nice. So. All right. Uh, but I haven't watched much Olympics. Okay. Week. Yeah, they're doing a lot of track and field now. now oh, you know what? I watched over. a little track and field, uh, I think it might have been last night, now that you mention it, or the night before. Okay. What the hell was it? Yeah, it was the one where the uh, U.S. women swept. Oh, the hurd- hurdles. Yeah, it was the hurdles. Yeah. That's that's crazy, man. For the 400 hurdles. That's the one. Hurdles blow my mind. Yeah. Imagine running. think about doing something like running that. Running once around a track at basically a sprint and jumping over hurdles. No thanks. Oh. <laughs> In oh, a pretty confined space, like yeah, yeah. Corey, did you ever run hurdles? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> what were your that's, events, Corey? That's too scared. I was a sprinter. One hundred, two hundred, four hundred. Okay. What was the None hardest? The, what was the hardest? Yeah. Probably the uh, two, two or four hundred. The I mean, the most like taxing was definitely the four hundred. Yeah. Because I puke at the end of because the four hundred is is you're sprinting the same yeah. as the 100 it's just over 400 meters instead of 100 meters yeah um and i'd throw how up far around a track is that a 400 all the way once around yeah full sprint 
Uh, I puke at the end of that. <laughs> I was best at the 200. Okay. That was my event. Slow off the block, but really picked it up. Like, no, like I, Usain I was Bolt? decent off the block. My What I excelled at was running the curve, okay. which in the 100 is straight. I, I don't know. I, I'd always pull up when I was running straight. It was weird. I, I wasn't a very good runner. I'm not sitting here pretending did to. Did you hold a record? We did. We set a school record in the 4x1. No, there's no we. You you set that record for the team. <laughs> you carried, carried the yep. team on your back. I was, in fact, the no, I was the lead off. I was not the anchor, no. Oh, so you got him out to a blistering start. I sure did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, yeah, I ran a good a good curve in the 200, so that's why that was my best event. Um, nice. I don't know. 400 sucked, though. And then, like, 800, uh, I never did because I was a wuss. But that's, that's a sprint, too, just for twice around the track. The whole time? Okay. Yeah. Um, With the 800, you kind of open up your stride a little bit. And kind of try to relax your body, um, which you can do in the the, the four hundred as well, but not really to the extent that you do in the eight. Yeah, that sounds horrible. I mean, the people that run uh, miles, mm-hmm. which is four times around the track, do it at a rate of like like my best uh, four hundred time they would do one lap better than my best 400 time. And they do it four times to do the mile. Oh God. <laughs> it's funny to watch the, the body styles of the sprinters yeah. versus the distance runners. Cause the sprinters are all like really muscular, really like yeah. thick legs for the most part. I mean, there's, there's lankier guys like Usain, Usain Bolt, who's, who's lanky, but still kind of, kind of built for how tall he is, you know? And then the, the distance runners are all, all like really, really lean and and skinny. It's it's emaciated. interesting to see. Not emaciated, no. Just bones and sinew. <laughs> no, Corey. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so yeah, watched a lot of Olympics. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention was the our local little league baseball team is in oh, the yeah. little league World Series. Really? Uh, represent? Yeah, representing the Mid Atlantic region. Wow. Um, they're one How of. How are they doing? They won their first game, seven nice. to two. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it was on. Uh, it was it was the main end well, our 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 the town I live in and have lived in for a while. Um, but the the cool thing was it was on ESPN the other day and they had the entire uh, football team down there. Um, our you know our local football team they're the ones that won. There's a thirty for thirty on them. They won four state championships in a row at a sixty two game win streak. Uh, but the opposite of the Buffalo Bills. Opposite of the <laughs> opposite of the Buffalo Bills, yeah. Uh, but our our dad was actually on ESPN in the background because they they showed the football <laughs> team and they talked to the coaches and uh, it was it was funny because they I don't know if you guys remember John Crook I know I'm sure you do Eric. Oh yeah. Uh, Phillies. Yeah, he was one of the uh, he was the color commentator and they were eating a speedy sandwich up in the thing because that's like the only good things about our area are main end well sports and and the speedy sandwich. Did the game um, take place where? It's at Williamsport. Okay. Where the where the the World Series? Yeah, they played a team from Rhode Island who was the the New England representation team. So beat the snot out of them, of course. Seven. Oh, yep. God, seven yeah. to two. Uh, it was just really cool to watch. You know, I That's know awesome. a lot of the names from you know people in the community. It's just it's it was kind of weird. The kid <laughs> pitching is taller than me. <laughs> 
That yeah. 13. Throws a mean curve, huh? He, yeah. I can't even, like, my curveball, like, me trying, like, curves maybe a quarter of an inch, and theirs were just, like, got seven that, inches uh, drop. 12 to 6 curve that just falls off the old table. They were disgusting. Nice. Yeah. That the, team. Those kids are unbelievable uh, that, yeah. that play that. Um, yeah, like, I, you do the pitch thing, and you're like, oh, yeah, I could hit 60, 65, and I throw as hard as I possibly can. To the point where my arm feels like it's going to fall off. Yeah, yeah, 35 or 40. I think the highest I ever hit was like 37. Yeah. <laughs> I'd step up there. I'd be like, oh, check this shit out. Watch you know? this, ladies. Fucking hits 28 <laughs> miles an hour. I'm just like, wait, your fucking radar's broken. What is yeah. this? And, and you throw your arm out doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, I think the kid was throwing an equivalent to 85. Yeah. Ugh. Dang. <laughs> Already. Just because how close they are to home plate, that's how yeah. fast it, the pit, pit pitches were coming in. Wow. So that was really fun to watch. Uh, I think their next game is on Sunday. It's not going to be on ESP. I think it's going to be on ABC. Oh, cool. They said so. If anyone's I think it's interested at three as well. It. What's that? It's on at three. Not at I think three on, on ABC. Nice. So that's that's really neat. Uh, and that's all I have. Will, what do you got for your week? Oh, I had a uh, to deal with AT and T because I got a new phone. Um, basically my last phone, which was the five S I want to say six, it was a six, uh, because where I work, I work in the cooler very often and it sort of wrecked my phone It no longer like the battery wouldn't last more than two hours. It wouldn't really hold a charge anymore. Uh, and last Sunday, like officially kind of did it in. So I had to get a new phone. I was wanting to wait until the 7 uh, but I've heard a lot of discouraging rumors about the 7 recently so I figured I might as well just get a phone now. And... What were the rumors if I might ask? Uh, there was either no stereo speakers on it or no headphone jack. I think what? I do think there's not going to be a headphone jack. Which is beyond stupid. Well, the, they'll no, ha- Will, you can buy proprietary headphones. Yeah, you can buy $70. Buy the yeah. sh- the shitty headphones that or earbuds that come with it for no i'm sure like within Bluetooth. weeks there'd be uh an attachment that plugs into the port but still it's an extra extra step you have to go through bucks. exactly and yeah. i just i didn't want to deal with that i go to the gym i listen to music 50 percent of my day anyway with headphones and so on and so forth so like i, I just wasn't going to deal with that i'll wait until they get either they make another phone that I'm more interested in. So I went with the 6s plus, which is a huge phone. The plus, yeah. the big feller, huh? Yeah, you I really, nut. I really like it. I'm with Dan. I like the bigger screen size. Once you get used you to it, in your suitcase phone. <laughs> once you get used to it, it's hard. It's hard to like even use a little phone. I don't want to get used to it. Yeah, I don't think I do either. Well, you guys got to remember that I used a tablet for my phone for two years. True. That I kept in my What's pocket. What's your excuse, Wolf? I don't know. Looking at my older brother and being envious. <laughs> Seeing Dan with his big, man hands wrapped around big a phone. big old tablet. It was actually really? it was actually easier to text on my tablet than it is on my phone. I'm sure. Well, I mean, te- I've I've realized texting with one hand's a little hard right now. Yeah. I have to get used to it. That's what uh, that was my just whole practice thing. while you drive, Will. That was my whole thing with the plus. Yeah. I couldn't my thumb couldn't reach the top left corner holding it one-handed yeah, yeah. Uh, which is 
Like, if I wake up in the middle of the night and, like, I respond to a text, of course I'm just going to roll over and use one hand. Uh, so, like, it that's really hard to do. But, I don't know. I, overall, I really like it. But, because it's AT&T in a phone company, there is issues. Of course. Yeah. So, I went right after work because I worked 6230 on Monday. Went in. Uh, they asked me what number I had. And I said, the number that I use. Mm-hmm. So I get the phone, they transfer the contacts. Of course, they upgraded the number and put a SIM card for my mom's number. <laughs> so what happened was is the SIM card that they gave me was my mom's number. So when I texted one of my friends to see if my phone was working, it was being sent for my mom's number. Um, so what I thought was just switching out the SIM card, whatever, would solve all of that. And I told them that the number I was using was my number. It's hard to do this without saying the number. I don't mm-hmm. exactly want to give out the number on the podcast, but so we did that. And I put in my SIM card. That was fine. Like my phone went back to my old number. It was fine. But my mom's phone ended up being deactivated because the SIM card oh, yeah. was an older version. So oh, they thought God. that, you know, that whole thing. And I couldn't just give my mom the SIM card because they transferred all of my contacts and conversations onto the new SIM card. And, like, my mom would have to recopy all of her contacts and stuff like that. Down but you don't want the... her to have to read your conversations either. Well, she can have free reign, whatever. I'm not hiding anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that wasn't an issue. So we called AT&T to get this sorted out. Ugh. And... The help desk, like for AT&T, does literally nothing. All they did was kind of give my mom a hard time um, about being the account holder and not having the right password, for starters. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm, then, getting, I'm growing mentally tired just listening to this. <laughs> yeah. well, and keep in mind, like, I just got home from working all day. I yeah. got from the gym. I was tired. All I wanted to do was sit down and play No Man's Sky for the rest of the day. No, nope, had to mistake. Had to go back into town, but uh, they said they couldn't do anything. They couldn't, because you know what, Corey, when you used to upgrade your phone, that you could just uh, call them from another phone, and they sent out a signal to activate your SIM card? Yeah. Uh, apparently, they didn't want to do that this time. Mm. Um, so they said, oh, we have to go, you have to go back to the store, both of you, uh, and get your SIM, new SIM cards in your phone. Ugh. So, and rightfully so, my mom gave her a hard time for that because it's kind of ridiculous that you have to do that. Plus, She's you like, live how, how far away? It's like 30 minutes to get to yeah. where we needed to go. She's like, it's like 25 miles away. Like, it's a 30-minute drive. Like, it's kind of ridiculous that you guys can't even do anything to help this. Um, but we got no help, so we had to go all the way back into town. But when we got to the AT&T store, uh, the guy who helped us did it literally in five minutes and gave us the new SIM cards. Sorry about that. Like, we didn't mean, like, for the inconvenience. And, like, at least, like, that was helpful. But, like, I didn't even have to go back into town. But the, the lady on the phone said, like, I had to. And it was just so... It's stressful and annoying. And, like, phone companies are literally the worst. I can't stand dealing with them. They're all corrupt and terrible. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, I had two really good customer service experiences this week. There, you want to get into what, get what happened to us, Will? Yes, I want to hear it. Well, go ahead. Would you start? <laughs> oh yeah. 
So for the, I wanted to play No Man's Sky all week, but couldn't. And Eric and I game share on the PS4, and we had literally no idea why I was locked out of every game. So this happened when I went to to see Jeff. Yeah. So I thought it was because I unplugged my PS4 from the internet. So I thought maybe, you know, because my account wasn't online or whatever, that that was the issue. So as soon as I got to Jeff's house, well, it wasn't as soon because we went to dinner or whatever, plugged my PS4 in, and it still wasn't working. I was like, shit. So we couldn't figure it out. Will was Googling, Reddit, everything. Couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. So first option was, okay, I'm going to use the live chat support so I don't have to call anybody. Of course, the guy gets my my information, my email, all that stuff. He goes, oh, it looks like you have a U.S. account. I can only help you help New Zealand and Australia. <laughs> what the fuck? Did they make that clear anywhere when you went to like log in? No, the... of course they didn't. That's dumb. So he <laughs> goes, here's the number you can call. So I was like, all right. So I call. And the guy that I talked to on the phone was great. I don't remember his name, but he was awesome for Sony. Uh, he was kind of shooting the breeze with me a little bit, telling me how, how long his day was and shit like that. <laughs> but um, So I said to the guy, I go, listen, I don't know what's going on because, you know, we have everything set up the, the way it should be. He's not able to activate my console as a primary because it says it's already activated on another console. And I said, but it's not mine. I, I've checked. I go, the only possibility is that somebody's hacked into my account. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure that's not what it is. Oh, sure as shit, that's what it was. <laughs> Somebody hacked my PSN account and uh, put my console as their primary so they could play my games. Um, luckily, my credit card is not attached to it. Uh, they could have purchased something with my PayPal, uh, but they didn't. So Will and I have come to the conclusion that since they didn't purchase anything, they must have just wanted to play No Man's Sky because it was the day that that came out. Yeah. It's and they a... said, this guy probably bought No Man's Sky. <laughs> it's not a coincidence. Yep. So anyway, the guy on the phone was great. Uh, he reset my email, reset my password. Um, everything was fixed within, what, two days probably? I think that I checked the next day uh, and I okay. could activate it as the primary console. Yeah, he told me I was going to get an email saying that, like, the deactivation had occurred for the other console, but I never did. But Hey, as know. long as it worked, right? Yeah, I'm assuming <laughs> it's it's all good. But So that was my first customer experience. And, again, I've talked about Ting before, but their customer service is fantastic there for their Internet. So I'm jealous that you have Ting. Well, it's not doing me any favors right now. You guys are choppy as fuck right now. Really? <laughs> Yeah, because our internet can't keep up with yours. It's happened like three or four times. Huh. Yep. Okay. What about you, Corey? My week? Yeah. Man, I don't know. I don't have much to say. I really don't. I've been busy. Back from back vacation. To, back to reality. Ugh. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. So you're Close. depressed. It sure does. I had one of those days today. Like the dog. She start. She started whining at night, like in the middle of the night. She's never done it. She's always been as quiet as could be. And uh, tonight, this morning at like two thirty, she started whining. Of course, my girlfriend lets her out of the crate. I have to check on the dog outside of the bedroom. I don't know. Just one of those things. 
And now I know the dog is never, ever going to be quiet in her crate again. Oh, my God, yeah. Corey. I had such a similar experience to that last night. Oh, it's it's going to be pain. And I'm going to have to. She's not going to be allowed in the bedroom anymore because I know she'll never be quiet in her crate again. Because she knows if she whines, she gets let that's out. That's what she wants. I got sure. home at 1 o'clock last night. One, I'm sorry, in the 1 in the morning from work yesterday. And uh, our puppy started crying at like seven this morning. And if I if I wake up, I'm up. Uh-huh. I'm just up. So like I got no sleep. But it's the same thing. I didn't want to let him out because it's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking dogs. <laughs> so I didn't get. I fell asleep again at like five, but I had to get up just a little after six to go to work. So I was running on about four hours of sleep today and had just a shit. Oh shit day like one of those things where everything was going wrong everything was not working as it should and i don't know and then i spilled coffee on my laptop and i just why why can't we always be on vacation why does life have to be work and frustration and you know i don't know Uh, that's yeah it's frustrating I don't know, dude. Yeah, I really, I really have nothing interesting to talk about. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll take a quick break then, and we'll be uh, right back with what we played and uh, feedback. Welcome back, everybody. Episode two sixty five of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Uh, we are now in what we played. Uh, I know Corey played a few things, so we'll start with him. I don't know that any of us. Well, I know Eric played a couple things too, but me and Will really didn't play anything right right well pokemon go no okay all right Corey, go ahead i actually really didn't even play that um well which do you get well, which game would you gentlemen like to hear about first i want to hear about uh um pokemon uranium so pokemon uranium i only played the intro about an hour right up until they set you loose in the world um and i played it on pc i downloaded it the day like it was making the rounds i probably read about it on kutaku or whatever so i immediately went and downloaded it because uh, i was on vacation i wanted something new to play figured what a great opportunity to play a little pokemon uranium um it's a fan-made game in the at least the intro plays a lot like all the pokemons you've played in the past uh you start in your bedroom you go to meet the professor you're you're there when your rival's there, and you both pick a Pokemon together, uh, and then you fight each other to just see how your Pokemons work, and then the professor sends you out into the world to research a bunch of stuff. The biggest difference is you don't choose your Pokemon, your starting Pokemon in Pokemon Uranium. You're asked a series of questions, and it gives you a Pokemon based on how you answer those questions. That's kind of cool. I actually like that a little bit better. It is kind of cool. Uh, it's it's sort of like the like the beginning of uh, Fallout. Of Fallout, you know, where they ask you uh, personality kind of stuff. And yeah. Correspond to your answers with the uh, type of Pokemon that best suits you. I can't remember the specifics of my Pokemon. Uh, I got the Cheer Cheer Chernix or something like that. I don't know. Chip Chernick. Cheer Chip 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 Chip. Chipper, 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 that's what I was like. Chipwitch. 
the chip witch Pokemon. Chip witch. <laughs> uh, so that's that's a major difference between that and the rest of the games. Also, the rival that you uh, are paired against is a whiny, whiny baby. And I don't know if that's them kind of poking fun at Gary, Gary, uh, or what. But that's a stark difference. Like he cries, and <laughs> you go to his house, and his dad tries to confront you about it, but then he realizes his son's being a baby, uh, and then he yells at his son. It sounds like the person that made this has some daddy issues. Yeah, that doesn't sound like something that would happen in real life either. It's no. Uh, but the right, like for a fan made game, the writing is so good. And it's funny because the other game, I, big game I played this week is another fan made game, the Ender All conversion mod for Skyrim. The writing is incredible for the most part. Uh, it's just weird to me, you know, like it's like we're in like the post, we're like post indie age where post like, video game, like these fan made games, uh, are just as good as their inspirations do you think it's because that they can take risks that maybe like uh the pokemon company can't take or that uh bethesda can't take is it is it that well i mean that's a big part i think pokemon how long was pokemon uranium in development 10 years yeah it was Ten a while. Years. uh that's so, a long time <laughs> so a lot of refinement in other words yeah yeah exactly i mean the engine is old i mean it looks we like, were 22 uh, when it when it started development dan man those are my those are my drink that? those are my drinking days. Those are your golden years. Will was in middle school. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. I mean, could you imagine No Man's Sky with ten years of develop, uh, development? Well, the I developer, one of the developers of Uranium herself, she was how old when she started doing it? Young. Twelve. Twelve. What? I don't know. She was young. I remember reading that and being like, "Holy crap!" Like. Way before I could ever think about doing any kind of game development. All I was thinking about was like frozen chicken cordon blue. Yeah. Yeah. Food. And Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> and like like puberty stuff, you know? No. No, not even. Nope. <laughs> just Corey. Food, just, just, drink. just food and video games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh but yeah, and then I got out of the world and got killed by a wild or like might as well have been a weedle kind of pokemon and i was like huh this game ramps up the difficulty pretty quick so i haven't seen a ton of that but people seem to really like it they they're they're still developing it even though they pulled it down i'm not sure if they got a takedown notice or if they just preempted a takedown notice uh, and took it down because they had like the first day or first couple days or whatever like over a million downloads i'm still seeing it on the pokemon uranium website well, maybe they put it back up yeah, Are I'm you actually I, able to download it. I'm going to download it right now, actually. Oh, okay, that's what I did before I went down because I, mean, I knew it would. I have the file too, if you guys, and it, it, it's okay to share. You know, it's a free game anyway. Yeah, um, and you can also torrent it. The patcher won't work for me though, so I can't really. Oh, it says we we removed all official download links for the game. Yeah, if you so. want, I can just email to you guys. Yep. Or uh, yeah, I'll send it to. I you. I can probably find a link somewhere. I'm sure. It didn't run great on my old laptop, but uh, and I wasn't able to get a controller working. I used a keyboard, mouse and keyboard. Um, but there's yeah, there's really not much else to say about it. it. It does. I like how they have like online components to it, which is really cool. It's just built into the PC game. Is it that's, okay? That's neat. Here's my question: Is it P- is it PC only, or is it run on an emulator? No, it's it's just a PC game. Okay, know? okay. Or do you need? No, you don't need an emulator. Nope, just runs. Okay. 
is it supposed to have controller support? Now I'm second guessing myself, and I don't on my laptop. That's fine. I don't it... recall. All right, just a couple quick questions. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, that's really all I have to say about it. I, I like the premise. Yeah. Uh, irradiated Pokemon. That is cool. And uh, the game starts. Uh, I love nuclear stuff, like nuclear nuclear reactors and Chernobyl and all that stuff. I don't know why I'm so fascinated by it. Uh, but it starts with like a, a nuclear meltdown, and there's one scientist that stays behind, and sort of this mythical character that I assume you'll eventually meet up with at some point. It's like, oh, everybody got out, but except for Doctor Lucia or whatever her name is, I don't remember. Um, so I like the whole setup for it. I'll probably play it more. I kind of wish I had it on iPhone or something. Yeah, that would be rather great. than having to sit down at a computer to play it. That's why I was hoping. People... That's why I was hoping it ran on an emulator. I, I can imagine at some point someone will get that to work, but I bet you people have gotten it running on like Android tablets and stuff, which would be, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's Pokemon Uranium, um, Enderall. Let's hear it. So this is, uh, as I mentioned before, the total conversion mod using the Skyrim tools. Um. Originally released in German a couple of weeks ago or something like that. And I was waiting for the English version, and that just dropped earlier this week or late last week. I, I don't really remember. It's awesome. And I'm not using that word. Like, I'm not just throwing that word around. It's it's really, really well done. I'm super impressed. Yeah, it's a little rough around the edges here and there. But, like, it's very polished. The level design is incredible and in a lot of ways more interesting than what we got in Skyrim. Oh. Part of that might have something to do with Skyrim came out four, five years ago, four years ago, five years ago, five years ago, almost yeah. five years ago. Yeah. So uh, obviously people's PCs are up to a little more heavy design stuff. But even uh, in terms of the way the story plays out, like it's a lot more of. Uh, like cutscenes and blocking where characters are moving around and doing things and there's a lot more scripted like voiceover dialogue and the voice acting is all really really well done uh, the game opens in like this enchanted garden kind of thing and it's like a dream sequence and you go into the shack to see your dad and there's like a slaughtered elk on the floor in front of you and you start talking to your dad and he keeps telling you, you like ask for your mom and he's like, Oh, you killed your mother and your siblings. And it's just really, it's turns into like a horror movie really quick. Mm. Uh, and it's really well animated, really freaky, really awesome voice acting. Um, and then it kind of opens up from there. I, I can't really articulate the story that well at this point. I'm still learning about it, but they, uh, they change so much about the game. It's, it's not, the if you do it you level it up it's experience points and then you put those points into what you want based on three trees there's like the stealth ranger tree the warrior armor tree and then like the mage tree but using uh using magic and stuff like there's this thing called arcane fever and if you use magic too much you get like this fever that you have to use potions to fend off and that's also a big part of the story of the game is like people going mad because of use of magic um but just like the characters you meet i've met three characters that i absolutely loved i probably played five hours maybe 
three characters at the beginning of the game that I've absolutely loved that are dead already, like just <laughs> killed off, like Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's it, like I I had this this buddy. Uh, I don't really want to spoil it because I really want you guys to play it. I'm gonna play yeah. it. Sounds awesome. What's um, the what's the installation process? You go to their website uh-huh. and you have to download. You have to have Skyrim installed. Okay. Through Steam. Okay. On your computer. And then you download the launcher and the game file. Uh-huh. And then uh, if you have Skyrim installed, all you do is double-click the launcher, and it will find the, the game file that you downloaded and do all the work. Oh, good. And the launcher also has, like, a patch button on it, too, so you can do everything through the launcher. It's really, really easy. Oh, good. The, okay. Not all mods work. People are coming out with lists of mods that work with the game, but it's not like you can use all your mods from Skyrim. Sure. But it, honestly, like... The world is so well crafted that it's it's interesting to look at without any mods. Huh. Well, goddamn it, Corey! Thanks for adding another game to my list that I have to play now. Yeah, and it, I, I, I I seriously, I think it's a really really good game. Okay, it's, I'm having so much fun with it. I can't I can't wait to play more. I'm gonna play it all weekend. My girlfriend's working a double tomorrow. And she's working brunch on Sunday, so I'll probably just be playing Ender All for the next forty-eight hours. Oh man, um, you're giving me that itch, lucky bastard! It's you. super impressive. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna play when I go upstairs. Is that? Oh my god, it's that good, like feeling, like high fantasy, swashbuckling, high seas, like magic. I don't know. I love it. Good, okay. real good. There's some stuff that kind of jumps out, like the map still looks very much like Skyrim, which kind of throws you, throws throws you off. But I think there's enough support for this that people will start coming out with mods for this mod mm-hmm. that will up, update some of that stuff. Okay. Uh, but what's there is is really impressive. Man. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Anything else, Corey? I played uh, Terraria on oh, mobile. Right. I knew I had a 15-hour car ride um, on Sunday, and I, I I don't like to spend money on apps, but I was like, I bet if I just download Terraria, that will keep me occupied for most of the trip. And it did. I played it for like six hours in the car straight. Uh, the, it controls okay. They did a really, really good job for what they have. Yeah. Um. So what they did is they extended the distance through which you can manipulate stuff. And you you can you move with the on the left side of the screen. It's kind of like a virtual stick and you swipe up to jump. Uh and then the right side of the screen is you're using the tool. And that's like another virtual stick. So if you're like holding up up here, your guy will just kind of aim up and there's a little cursor um that will sort of correspond with where your left or your right thumb is. But then if you move the that side of it to the middle of the screen, it zooms in and you're like picking which actual tile you want to mine or chop or whatever. Um, and it's it's it works for the most part, except when things get crazy, like when you're being attacked and trying to avoid like lava and trying to jump places and trying to use the hook shot and all that stuff like. Once it gets to that point is when it doesn't really work. Okay. Um, but it's it's passable. Like you can, you kind of spec what you're doing to be more favorable to the controls. Is that a game that runs with uh, like a Bluetooth controller? Yes. Okay. 
So you could yep. get one of those Bluetooth controller clip combos and play it like a like a handheld almost. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so when the NX phone comes out <laughs> and they have Terraria on it, that'll yeah. be fun. Sure. But uh, yeah, I was impressed and immediately sucked right back into Terraria. It's so easy to get hooked on that game. I think it's Terraria Lite, uh, just based on some of the stuff. I don't think everything that's in the PC game is in this one. Okay. Um, but they did, I looked at the change log and they recently added what they're calling extended worlds, which is like a, a PC sized world. Uh-huh. Um, maybe a small PC sized world. Cause I was able to traverse it pretty quickly, but I mean, it still has all the awesome items. I got the sprinting boots and the double jump pack and like umbrellas and stuff. And I built my little elevator all the way down to the lava, and I just equip my ele- my uh, umbrella and float all the way down to the bottom. Uh, good stuff. Nice. And I sent you guys a screenshot of all my hard work. Yeah. Yep. Six hours of hard work. Mm-hmm. I love that game. <laughs> it's very good. Okay. We got to play. Get the mobile version. Apparently, yeah. it, it's easy to link up, play online. I don't want to play mobile, though. Cross right, You got your big laptop in your pocket now. <laughs> play Starbound together, go. Will. I do want to play Starbound. I was going to suggest we do a little Starbound. Let's do it. I'd be into that. I'd do that over Rocket League. What? I don't want to get back into it, man. <laughs> what the fuck, like dude? Cigarettes. You're just... breaking my heart here. Hey, I love New Cory. New Cory sucks. I've <laughs> limited. I, I've limited my Hearthstone playing to at work only. But why? What is the point? Because if I start playing it at home, then I spend all my time playing it at home. Yeah. And there, there's other things I could be playing at home. I can get the Hearthstone like out of the what? way at work when I'm on the clock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. It's a good way to look at it. You can't do that with Rocket League, goddammit. Right, so I just need to cut it out of my life. Oh, my God. I like this. I don't know. You started a Pokemon Go podcast, <laughs> and now you're not playing Rocket League. I don't know what to tell you, man. You don't need to tell me anything. I got it figured out. You jumped the shark is what you did. Hey, come on. Oh, sold out. Sold out? Didn't yep. we just agree on No Man's Sky? Yeah, at least you had your shit together about that. <laughs> All right, Eric, what would you play? A couple things, Dan. Uh-huh. Um, so I was kind of excited to see WWE 2K16 on Games for the Gold. This month, because I, I, for whatever reason, have had an itch to play a wrestling game. It's been so long since I played one. Uh, but I used to have such a good time with those games. Um, so I fired that up today. Yeah. It's not great. Like, it, the controls feel pretty clunky to me. Uh-huh. Like, I did a ladder match. Uh, I was, was I, I was Sting. Do you guys remember Sting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Vaguely. Yeah. You look like the crow mm-hmm. from the movie The Crow. Um, anyway, I did a ladder match. Uh, it was a four four player ladder match, and I could not, for the life of me, figure out how to pick the fucking ladder up. Couldn't figure it out. The controls are a mess. To me, they just feel it just feels like it's a little more complicated than it needs to be control wise, and right. that that could just be because I haven't played one in so long that I'm just not used to it. Yeah. Um, but they also don't feel very responsive. I don't okay. know. I feel like I had a lot of control over my character. The last one I think I played was uh, uh, one of the Nintendo 64 
wrestling games. And I just remember yeah. like picking up baseball bats and wailing on people with baseball bats Thanks. and chairs and shit. That game was fun. Yeah, the and the, <laughs> the latter uh, it was super janky. Like when it was in the ring, it just was like all over the place, moving around, and it was, it was weird. Was it well, um, was it well received critically? I think it was like a seven ish average. Mm. Yeah, like an average kind of game. Okay. Um, I don't know. I might play it here and there with some some of the older wrestlers. My first match was with Ultimate Warrior. Uh-huh. And then I did one with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I did a cage match. No, I was Stone Cold when I did the, the ladder match. I was Sting in a, in a cage match. Okay. And I lost all three of them because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But sure. I don't know. I, was, I guess I was a little bit disappointed. Um, and the other thing I played was Madden 17 through EA Access uh, 10-hour trial. I hope this game's good, by the way, Eric. Well, I'll tell you what, Will. One thing that they added that I really, really like is uh, play the moments mode in uh-huh. your franchise. So what that does, um, it cuts down your game time. So they sell playing a regular game as you normally would as a 60-minute experience. Mm-hmm. Play the moments mode, is, they sell it to you as a 20-minute experience. So what it'll do is it sims the game until it gets to like a big moment in the game. So it'll stop it and say, you have a big third down. Would you like to take control of this moment? Mm. Or you're in the red zone and you really need points. Would you like to take control? Or the other team, uh, you know, if it's the end of the game, you need a big defensive stop. Would you like to take control? And you can either do it or not do it. Yeah. And it's pretty seamless. You just pop right in, take over, you know. And then once that section of moments is done, it goes back to simming until the next one. Um, and good. I, awesome. re- yeah, I, I think that, uh, that was a really cool way to play it. I like that a lot. Um, my, my only concern, and I only did one game of it. I played one regular 60 minute game and one, uh, uh, moments game. My only concern is I, I hope that the statistics stay realistic. I know it's a dumb thing, but that always bothered me. Yeah. And sports games, like if you sim, like if your quarterback is thrown for like 78 yards, yeah. Granted, if he's on the Bills, it's <laughs> fairly realistic. Yeah, but Tyrod Taylor <laughs> runs for all those yards. Yeah. So, oh, here's the other thing. This happens to me a lot in FIFA when I sim games. I find that my players get injured a lot. Mm-hmm. So this was in one moments game alone. Okay. I had Reggie Raglan, rookie linebacker, who's actually got hurt in real life, is out for the year. He's out for 34 weeks. Uh, Tyrod Taylor and EJ Manuel both got hurt, so I had Cardell Jones going at the end of the game. Well, you know Cardell. <laughs> oh, we know Cardell very well. Yeah. Oh, so took took the Bills down the field with Cardell, scored a touchdown to take a five point lead. Right. Yeah. Takes me to the moments of the the last drive of the game. I'm playing the Jets second week of the season. Yeah. Last play, hail mary, they fucking score a touchdown. I go, this game might as well be renamed <laughs> Buffalo Bills Fan Simulator 2017. I'm so sorry. I texted Jeff. I go, this game sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so Moments Mode is really cool. But like I said, so I got Reggie Raglan out 34 weeks, EJ Manuel out five weeks, uh, Sammy Watkins out four weeks, and another uh, tight end, Charles Clay, out five weeks. Yeah. All in one simulation. Wow. One simulation that happened. 
So I'm nervous <laughs> that it's like gonna be an issue. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because that's like what <laughs> three that's... of my best players. <laughs> it's like six starters. Oh, <laughs> brutal. And you know, uh, so that was really cool. I, th- I think that's a great addition to the series. Um, there's supposed to be like a bigger focus on special teams like blocking field goals making big plays with special teams i didn't notice any difference at all the kicking's kind of cool i like the way they do that now um mm-hmm. it's a three-step process so directionally is your first a press uh power is your second second and accuracy is your third um it was hard like i missed an extra point <laughs> i missed a field goal from pretty damn close oh wow um which Dan Carpenter did pretty frequently last year, so maybe that's just how it rolls with the Bills. But um, I liked it. I did like it. It was my fault, you know. Yeah. It's it's not. I would say there's a there's a slight bit of input lag when you hit the A button, so that's a little frustrating. But I should yeah. say this is on Xbox. Well, it's obviously on Xbox One because it's EA Access. But mm-hmm. um, there's supposed to be another focus on like gap control with the defense. Yeah. Yeah. Not so sure if I noticed anything there. So noticeable. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I think that the the moments mode was it was enough for me to be like, all right, this is pretty cool. As long as the the injuries don't fucking pile up. Yeah, maybe that'll well, be. Well, I also out. sent you a video, Will, of a uh, big run I had with Lashawn McCoy for a touchdown. I did see you sent me a message on yeah. Xbox actually earlier. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to look up. at it yet. It was a good run. I can send out. you the clip of the Hail Mary, too. I think it recorded it. Oh, perfect. Heartbreak. I was so upset. I sat there in my chair, and I, I just went. I had my head in my hand. I was like, this is, I've seen this so many times. This is just so familiar to me. <laughs> it's too real. This feeling heartbreak. Yeah, exactly. Uh, obviously, very slick presentation. They always do a nice job of that. New commentary team, actually. Two Ooh. guys I've never heard of, uh, and I don't remember their names. But, you know, it's pretty good. So, Now are we yeah. going to do the connected franchises? Or oh, whatever? for sure. Yeah, I'll be the Bills. You said you won the Titans. I'm sure Jeff's going to want the, the uh, Giants. Perfect. Um, I think his brother's going to play, too. Maybe another guy. As so, long as they don't pick the Titans. I, I think you're in the clear there. Okay. I heard that the guys they used, Eric, um, are local broadcasters. Not local to I, us. Uh, but they did it because they could get them in the booth for record like recording a lot more than they could the cbs guys oh sure okay yeah I, I never heard of them smart idea and i think there's solomon wilcox you guys heard of him yeah yeah i think he's in there a bit and his, his stuff's pretty bad oh really you know you know when they just kind of go over the top for yeah Oregon? yeah it's like that um but yeah i'm really enjoying it uh i did not get into the fifa 17 beta which i didn't even know was a thing up until this year uh, but Jeff did, so I can tell you what he said. Um, so I guess people that played certain modes a lot got an invite to the beta for that specific mode. Um, but he said that he's absolutely loving FIFA 17. Mm-hmm. That's all he said, but right. I'm looking forward to that. So that is what I played in Rocket League, of course. Sounds good. Okay. Anything else? Will you? Me. You had nothing, right? Well, uh, yeah, nothing. Okay, yeah, I was the same. Other than uh, No Man's Sky, I played a little Pokemon Go, but nothing, nothing of note happened. So, uh, we will move on to feedback. Let's uh, do what we didn't play. Oh yeah, 
thank you. I'm glad you you reminded me. Go ahead. Well, but I only just now remembered. Oh, gotcha. Uh oh shoot. The one game. Oh, the Metroid. Metroid Prime Federation Force. Oh yeah. Oh, did that come out on 3DS? It did. Or is about to. It came out it probably it came out. Yeah, t- today, right? Yeah. Uh I've heard that people really like well, no. People do not like it. But <laughs> there are people that really do like it. Yeah. Like reviewers. Uh, Steven oh. Totillo said it's great. Yeah. And I've heard that from a couple other places. Mm. Um, but it's it it's one of those games to me, it's like the, the opposite of No Man's Sky. Like, it was hated on so much that people went in with these awful expectations. Um, I think it was hated mostly because they wanted an actual Metroid game, like with, with Samus, right? And, and not... Yeah, people wanted another Metroid Prime, and, right. and it's, it's not that. It right. just uses the name. Sure. But I guess it's good in its own right. It's a good strategy shooter. Yeah. So it looked interesting to me. I won't get it, but it looked it looked interesting. Yeah. It's probably it's one that you have to play with the new 3ds, right? You need the nub for it, I think. I don't know if you do the nub for aiming. So I couldn't play it on 2ds then. I I don't I can't confirm that, but I feel like it was a an exclusive. It's sitting at a 71 on Open Critic, one point below No Man's Sky. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. 5.4 user score on Metacritic. <laughs> of course. I didn't play it, but <laughs> this game sucks. There was, so, <laughs> there was so much of that on the No Man's Sky like subreddit and stuff. Just. Why? You're not contributing. I didn't play it, but I feel like I don't need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was a lot yeah, of that. Well, you gotta love that. Like, you're really contributing to anything. Anyway. Anywho. Uh, so this is Miguel uh, from Valencia, California. Says, hello, gentlemen. Just need some advice on what I should play next. So far, I've been stuck playing Rocket League, FIFA, and Uncharted 4 multiplayer, so I'd like to get into other, other games. At this point, I'm not interested in playing No Man's Sky, unless your take on the game changes my mind. I think we probably, probably made that won't. clear. Yeah. <laughs> so here are the games I have my eye on. Destiny, uh, he says he only played the beta and the demo. Metal oh. Gear Solid 5, or should I just wait for Rise of the Tomb Raider? Uh, any feedback on these would be helpful. Metal Gear 5 for me. That's question. exactly what I was going to say. Metal Gear, amazing. Metal Gear Solid 5. I would definitely yeah. go that route. Agreed. Will what what really... were the other options again? Uh, Destiny. Destiny or Rise of the Tomb Raider. On PS4 when it comes out. Metal Gear. Yeah. I was prepared to say Destiny until I heard Metal Gear. Yeah. Play Destiny. I'll be the contrarian. <laughs> okay. I keep hoping Destiny comes out on PC. I probably would play it on, on computer. Dan, I'd bet again to play it with you. Yeah. I probably would too, honestly. Taking King stuff was so good. Yeah. I had a really good time with that. And There's the new lo- stuff they're adding sounds pretty awesome too. It's, yeah, people seem uh, excited about it. And there's lots of content for it now, so. Turns out this game is actually awesome once they added stuff to it. Every time I go back and play it, I say, why did I stop playing this? <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then I stop playing it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Most <laughs> games don't have staying power with me anymore for whatever reason. Yeah. We're always trying to move on to the next thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what I've been trying to do is get my wife to play Last of Us Remaster, uh, which she said she is up for, uh, but only on one condition. If I go skydiving with her, currently considering the option of skydiving, but honestly, I would kind of like to keep my death ratio percentage low. 
Uh, well, at least until I play Final Fantasy VII Remake. I would be damned if I leave this earth not playing this game. Which leads me to my next question. Uh, what game out there would you guys like to stick around to play before you kick the bucket? Now, it doesn't have to be a game. It could be a movie or your favorite sport. Uh, team winning a championship or even an invention like flying cars. Anyway, that's all for me. Thanks again for the podcast. Avenger out. I'll get my obvious one right out of the way. I'd love Bills. to see the Bills win the Super Bowl before I die. Sure. Okay. What do you think chances are? Odds? I mean, with the health that I'm in, I don't see that changing. <laughs> um, probably not great. Uh, I like the angle you took with that. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go with like whatever Elder Scrolls mm. game they're out like. Elder Their Scrolls next game. 12. Yeah, if I'm going game, that's probably what I'd pick too, Corey. Will? Will's, re- Will's ready for the next Grand Theft Auto. Uh, <laughs> Grand I Theft really Auto 6. I see Will... raise the cup with the New York Rangers. You remember Jay-Z. my prediction, right? Which one? Who will hoist the cup with the New York Rangers? Nobody. Did, they're say, gonna did, you, say, the did you say Jimmy VC? No, I said anti-Ranta. Because Longquist is going to get traded this year. Yeah. Could you imagine? Did Deadline he get deal. No. Deadline deal. Him and Girardi to Dallas for. I, don't I can already see Jimmy Jimmy uh, being unhappy in New York and wanting out within a couple of years because he's a little bastard. How about this? Rangers trade Lundqvist to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Two playoff bound teams. I know it's very unlikely, but how cool would it be? And then they meet in the final. And the Rangers win. And Anti-Ranta beats <laughs> for the Cup. Anti-Ranta is not going to be a Lindy Ruff-led team with with Henrique on it. I think Lundqvist would jump off a building. Yeah. <laughs> like, he would be devastated. Sure. Yeah. He's probably already got a lot going on in his head. He's been he's devastated every year the Rangers get eliminated, especially yeah. last year. Yeah. I think we're looking at a Buffalo Nashville final this year, don't you say so, Dan? Sure. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm down for that. Uh, God. I just want to get past the second round. Sports. Oh. Jersey doesn't have a defense. You don't need one. They traded their that defender for Taylor Hall, didn't they? Yeah, Adam Larson. Yeah, yeah but he was, a, he was pretty he average. Was decent. He was the first pairing defenseman on that team. He's top four. Well, he might be a top four as a skill cap. Most people. Top that. two on Jersey. Most people think uh, the Oilers got fleeced on that trade. Good. Well, yeah, they did. Absolutely. As much they as did. they deserve. Fleeced. So. Uh, for me, game. I want to see another Mario RPG. RPG, RPG. Awesome. You know? Paper Mario's not, not the same as uh, Mario RPG. No. Are people modding Super Mario RPG? Not that I know There's of. There's a cool mod for that. For Mario RPG? Yeah. There is? No, I'm wondering if there is. Oh, not as far as I know. Did you guys see the new video for uh, Zelda? The new Zelda? Breath no, of the but Wild it, it, Gamescom? Yeah. it won Best yeah. of Gamescom. It looks Already? awesome. Yeah. It looks fucking awesome. 
that's what I didn't talk about, Dan. I meant to talk about this when we were doing our No Man's Sky chat. I had one thing I forgot to talk about, too, but go ahead. You know what? Um, playing No Man's Sky really made me want to go back and play more of? Mass Effect. Well, that that was my second one. Okay. Xenoblade. Yeah. Chronicles X. Uh, honest, honest to God, I, f- I felt the same thing because I, I would turn around and my Wii U is like right behind me. I'm like, huh, I kind of want to pl- pilot Hello? a mech in Xenoblade. Dan, Hello? it's not just me this time? We lost. No, it's Dan. <laughs> am, I, am I back? Corey, why did it make you want to play Xenoblade? Dan. Am I back? You're, you're back. You're back now. Okay. No, I just said I, I agree with you, Corey, because uh, my Wii U is right behind me and I would turn around and look at it. I'm like, Kind of want to pilot a mech, play some Xenoblade, yeah. but go ahead. But not only that, like it did such an awesome job of of capturing what an alien planet yeah. would be like. You yeah. know, just these crazy uh, flora and like uh, I don't know, just the interaction between all the beasts and every. I don't know. It's, it's... Should I play that? No, no, you'd hate no. it. I don't know <laughs> if you. I don't know if you'd hate it, Eric. You might like it's it. Too for, long. You might like it for like four hours. And yeah. Then get your fix yep but i still have it because i've i've you know i haven't given up on it even though i haven't played it in probably a year oh no i played it at the beginning of this year yeah i played i played a fair amount in the spring i think i have like 75 or 80 hours on it yeah so. i think i'm gonna go back to that thanks to no man's sky yeah now, it made me want to play, go back and play Mass Effect again, though. Well, yeah, that, that was my other one. I had a third game, too, but I can't remember what that is. Why didn't you play Paragon? Minecraft. Why didn't I play Paragon? Yeah, I told you to play it, and you didn't. I know. I think well, that's what I picked, too. Yeah, well, I had that. I said I said to myself, I said, self. Self. Uh, what do you want to play? And what do you feel like you should play? And this is always for me. This year has been a "What do you want to play?" year. So I went with Enderall. Uh-huh. Do you know why I picked Paragon for you? Why? Because I knew you would hate it, <laughs> and I wanted Thanks. to hear you rant about it. Yeah, that's. I just I just wanted to hear your thoughts on. It. I have it installed. It's ready to go. I just haven't played it yet. That's the mobile. On the Epic launcher. Yeah, that's the MOBA, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it sucks. I tried it on PS4 a while ago. What'd you think? Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. I've heard that. It's too many companies trying to come out with MOBAs. I, I can't picture uh, a MOBA that I would like more than Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Same. Same here. That one's perfect for me. Getting back to our feedback, Beardless has a good answer. Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. That is a great answer. I really you know what I want to see, game. too? Um... I want to see what they're doing with these Star Wars games during development. Yeah. One that Amy Hennig is part yep. of? Yep. 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 I'd like to see that. That could be near the end of our lives for sure. Yeah. Uh, I would I... love to see Final Fantasy VI remastered. I know I'm in the minority on that. Yes, you are. But um, uh, I'd love it. They can't do anything but screw that up, Corey. Yeah. I don't see it like we've had this conversation over and over. I know you think it's going to be. How can you not? It's it's. You, I know you're you're like pining for a different game, but it's it, and it's not even that. It's like if they screw it up, they screw it up. I still have the original. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I just don't like it being it's bast- not going to sully my my taste for the original. I don't like it being bastardized. Just leave it alone. Play, make a new game, a new new game. 
but it could also be awesome. It could be awesome, but the chances of that happening are very slim. Especially like a game like that where, you know, you remember all the lines of dialogue because it's not that long of a game. You know, ultimately it's 25 hours probably for average playthrough. You know, you remember most of the lines of dialogue and stuff and you have a, a picture in your head of what the characters are supposed to be. And that's your own, you know, not what someone else thinks the characters should be. Yeah. Um, I hope I'm live enough or alive to see some Mass Effect Andromeda gameplay. Just gameplay. Just gameplay. <laughs> Maybe yeah. next E3. Yeah. I hope we after all it's live been long out. enough to see the trilogy after the Andromeda trilogy. The Oh, the full. Oh, the trilogy. Okay. After the Andromeda three games are done, then the next. What? Yeah. Okay. A lot of pressure on that third game's ending. Don't you think? Yeah. No. You know, what, you know what's going to happen? When does Mass Effect come out, the new one? It's March, right? Yeah. Next That's August get, or September? It'll get it's delayed. Get, yeah, it's going to get delayed, and they're going to put I out agree. the remaster. Yeah. They'll put and out the remaster. They're delaying it, but you can have remaster 1, 2, and 3 right here. Exactly. I'll use this opportunity again to ask for an abridged version of the trilogy to play through again. No. I would see that would probably get me to buy it. No. I'm certainly not going to buy the full. I don't like abridged versions of anything. Same. Books, movies, no. The option to play an abridged version. How about that? Nope. Not even the option, Dan? Uh, For for me and Corey? Yeah, I I mean, I see see your guys' perspective, (laughs) but, like... Dan, why you gotta hate on these just totally optional other things? Or he's just trying to be innovative. I'm just trying to appease everybody. I just feel like we... it, it detracts from the, the full experience of the game. But I've already played the full experience. I know you have. I I don't want to. I don't I know. Does a full remaster come with the abridged one? Oh yeah, that's what Corey said. I don't think they're gonna have an abridged one, first of all. No. Optional. And that that just makes too much sense. Why would they just do click that? a box? <laughs> Uh, Corey, you you like abridged audiobooks too, don't you? I'm not yeah. sure I've ever listened to or read an abridged anything. There's nothing worse than an abridged version of a book. It's like you don't have enough time to enjoy this full piece of art, so you're going to get the stripped down, cut down version of it. I, I don't think I would for the like the first time of anything. I would never opt for the abridged version. It would be like revisiting something I loved just to. But if you go in knowing that, then it's on you. Yeah. Right. I just right. don't like that it exists, even. <laughs> Abridged. You plebs. Uh, Dan Carlin brought up an interesting point on his Common Sense episode that finally came out. the first. How is that, by the way? Three months. Not great. Not one of his better ones. Because it's been so long, he tries to touch on too many different things. Yeah. Uh but he well, talks about he just finished the most recent hardcore history, right? Right. Yeah. So it's always he always gets behind when that happens. Yep. And I think that's like five hours long or something. It's kind of a yeah. bad time to get behind in the world of politics. Yeah. Well, that's yep. what he said. He's like, "There's so much we need to talk about." But uh, what? Will's got a fan in the chat. Hey, hey. He said, "JK." Uh, yeah, we're all just JK. Sorry. Uh, no, he brought up the point of uh, if one of the best things, instead of suggesting, because Audible was one of the sponsors, instead of suggesting another book he thinks you might like, he suggests 
going back and listening to a book you love. Yeah. Uh, and Audible, of course, has certain books read from more than one type of one person, and you can choose who reads it to you. And he, he was talking about how interesting it is to hear the different narrators yeah. tell the story and how it changes the story in certain ways and, sure. and subverts your expectations and, and your assumptions about it even changes like if you read a physical book and then listen to someone who who you know reads the book to you. Yeah, I, I I've read Lord of the Rings countless times, um, and then you know I I got all the audiobooks. It is it's a totally different experience. Yeah, definitely. that's cool. I never thought of that. Eric, what are your thoughts on abridged audiobooks? Uh, no, I don't think I'd like that. I yeah, I'm just video a, games. I'm just like books, especially like video games. Like I, I totally see your guys' point, but like if you don't have enough time to listen to a, a full audiobook, like you probably just don't even listen to it. You know, yeah, pick, no, pick something else that. that's shorter. But I would also say I don't fault it for being an option. <laughs> sure. Um, I'm actually listening to. Uh, I started an audiobook this week. Uh, do any of you like Amy Schumer? Yeah, comedian. Yep. She she just put out a book. I've been listening to that. It's all right. There's some parts I laughed at. Uh, uh-huh. she, she, I don't know. There's some stuff I didn't really care for in it, but I don't really want to go into it. Sure. She doesn't do it for me. Oh, really? Yeah. She, I, I find her pretty funny. Paula Poundstone. She's I don't know her. She's, she's I don't know her. Back in the day. I remember her from, like, the 90s. You Apparently you don't listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. No, I don't. No, she's the the one comedian on that show that gets me gets me going. Nice. What don't you like about Amy Schumer, Corey? Just real quick. I don't know. It's it's almost like the. Uh, I'm, not, I'm gonna do a really bad job of articulating it, right. but like the, sh- and I guess she doesn't even really do it as bad as like uh, uh, what's her name? Get in the camera. Uh. Thank you. What's her name? That I don't know. Much. Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. The like shock humor. It's like, oh, I'm a girl and I'm talking about my pussy. Yeah. Like, see, I don't think she goes over the top right. of that because I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, you're right. She's not 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 nearly as bad, but it's just a, like the little bit of that that I'm just like, I, I don't. I just don't find it funny personally. I know some, a lot of people do, but it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, that's that's not the the parts of her comedy that I enjoy. I guess I like her show; it's pretty good. Her show's kind of funny. I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty funny. But, anywho, feedback. Feedback. Uh, this one's from Idaho Jake. Hey guys, here's what I think of No Man's Sky. I'm really enjoying it. I like how the game starts out, except that I started on a toxic planet and not knowing what you need to do about anything sucked, but I got through it. I don't mind the grind of getting resources and trying to discover all plants and animals. I get excited every time I find an exosuit pod or a monolith. Uh, I think I know about 100 words in each language, and I find that really fun. I also like finding the abandoned buildings and wrecked ships. I love the exploration and how some plants are full of life or totally Mars-like. But I have noticed a lot of the animals look alike. This is a great game to play with your kids uh, watching because they notice a lot of the small animals that I didn't see. I agree with that, Jake. Um, Where was I? I looked up. 
Oh, yeah. I don't like the space combat or how you have to go into your ship menu to recharge a shield in the middle of combat. It could be fixed by uh, just just letting you press the touchpad to refill the shield when the combat is on. Uh, I don't like that the walk on a planet and flying in space is too slow, and I hate the high-security planets. Uh, in the game, it tells you that if you shoot down one of the sentinels before it alarms others, uh, that you are not in trouble. But every time I do it, it alerts the other sentinels, and that pisses me off. Uh, otherwise, I love the mindless exploring, and I feel excited every time I am flying into a new planet and watch it unfold in front of me. This game is not for everyone, and I don't see Corey liking it for the same reason he doesn't like Fallout 4. I like to play it while listening to a podcast or my own music, or a podcast of my own music. Uh, now for the Idaho Jake question of the week. What is a game that when you first played it, you didn't like it, but later tried it again and actually liked it? For me, The Witcher 2. I rented it when it first came out and didn't like it, but about three years later, I bought it at GameStop for like 10 bucks and actually liked it. Well, that's it for me, so carry on. Hmm. I got two immediate ones that jumped into my head. Go for it. Uh, Skyrim. Skyrim. Did not enjoy the first time I played through because I rushed through the story in order to have it finished for our review. Which is the worst part of the game. It's the worst part of the game. Yeah. Uh, of course, once I backed off and sort of took my time and played it the way it should be played, it's awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, another one, Terraria, a game that is now in my top ten games of all time. I played it the first time and just didn't. I think it was even, like, right as Minecraft was breaking. It was early uh, in that whole voxel thing, and I just didn't get it. Um, But once people started talking about that kind of game, and Minecraft became this huge phenomenon, uh, and then I just kind of gave it a minute, I was into it. Sure. Okay. What about you, Will? What was the question? Game that you played at first and didn't like, but came back to it later and ended up loving it. Uh, GTA Five easily. You didn't go back and <laughs> love it though. No, uh, I actually hate GTA. I don't know. Um, game that I used to hate, but I ended up loving when I went back to play it. We I'd have c- to look. We can come back to you. Probably Rocket League. Did you, you go never back to went that? Back, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know I like Rocket League. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to get back to you. Okay, Eric, do you have one? No, because I never go back. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. If I don't like it, I, I honest to God can't think of one time that I went back and played something that I didn't like. Okay. Uh, for me, it's Morrowind. I remember I got Morrowind on PC uh, shortly after it first came out, uh, and it was just too open for me. I was not used to that type of game at all. Um, I just was totally confused on wh- on what to do. No idea, you know. They just kind of drop you off and say, hey, go go do whatever, you know. Uh, it wasn't until it came out on Xbox that I bought it again just because, you know, I think I had a lull in games that, that were out to play, so I, I bought it on Xbox. and uh, I ended up sinking thousands of hours both into that version and the PC version probably. That was a say, great game. I would say at least 1,000 hours between between the two different versions. Oh, uh, mine was Diablo 3, by the way. Diablo 3. Mm, yeah. That's a good pick. I still got to do that. We, I got to get the expansion, and we got to do the playthrough. Corey, we've done so many playthroughs, like started them and just never... Me and you? Yeah. What have we started that we didn't finish? Final Fantasy Tactics. Was Path of Exile. 
Well, no, I'm you still have... trying to figure out the Squeaky Woods video, and once we get the audio <laughs> on that, we'll be good. We'll be good to keep going. And as I said, who knows how long the Pogo podcast will go. You know who's a big Path of Exile fan? <laughs> who? Chris Clue. Really? Loves it. Huh. I didn't care for that game. Yeah, it was okay. It was yeah, we never good, finished with, it, um, we? good for it free. With Alex. Finished it. We definitely finished it. Did we? Yeah. Is that free? Yeah. Yeah. Totally yeah. free. Okay. It's good for for being free, especially. It, it's great. Yeah, I guess, but I I think Diablo three kind of ruined that for me. Sure. After playing that, I was like, mm. Do you think part of it is the controller? No, I just didn't think it was good. Okay. No, I mean for Diablo. Do you think part of it was the being able to like sit back and play with a controller on Diablo? No. No, no I just think it's just that much better. Gotcha. Okay. Anything else? I don't believe so, Dan. What's okay. next week? What do we got on tap? Oh, for yeah. Next What's week? next week? I don't know. Uh, Deus Ex comes out next week. I doubt me and Will have enough time to play it to talk I about play it. it. No, Depends I know. When we record. What's that? Depends when we record. Thursday, likely. I'm not allowed to play. I will not be no. on next week, so. Okay. I work Thursday night next week. Maybe if we do a Friday, we could get enough time in. I'll have it be by then. Will you? What are you buying you, it for, Will? Don't you start school? Uh, I thought I did, but turns out it's the 29th, so my availability for work started a week early. Nice. Nice. So I have Monday through Friday. It's <laughs> awesome. Itching. Why don't you come up and visit your brother? So yeah, you probably oh, will beat God, it. I can. Tell you what, Corey, I'll come up from Monday Tuesday. Let's do it. Wait, next week? Yeah. No, I can't. Hang on. Well, what system are you getting it for? Uh, I haven't decided yet. Honestly, if I. Get I might get most of my multi-platform games for my Xbox because I have more space on it right now. Okay. So like Deus Ex and I have to look at all my games actually. I already own it too, so Corey, if you want to play my copy, it's there. Yeah. So I got my I got my code today because I got it from Green Man <laughs> Gaming. Uh, I can I'll probably preload it maybe tonight or tomorrow night. I'm I'm very excited for for Day Six. Yeah, Maybe too. I'll have Ender all beaten by then. Doubtful. I wonder if it's a midnight launch. I'm hoping it is because that would be nice. It's been a while since we've had a good digital midnight launch. So yeah, possibly Deus Ex next week. That would be good because Eric, you're not going to play Deus Ex, right? I might, but you, I'm, I will certainly not be offended if you guys do that without me. Okay. Uh, so that's a possibility. Oh, one thing I wanted to talk about, and I forgot to mention this when we talked about No Man's Sky. I ended up playing it with a controller instead of keyboard How'd and that mouse. Work? Much better. Uh, I played with a controller. There's really well, I you play everything with a controller. Um, but yeah, usually I can't play first person games with a with a controller. Um, but I found it's more like it controls more like a Skyrim than like a first person shooter like like Bioshock mm-hmm. or something like that. You know. Um, so there's really no need for the precision of a keyboard and mouse. Uh, cause you know, most of the stuff is like kind of auto aim anyway, especially like even if you're shooting critters with the laser, um, you just have to get in the area. So yeah, I just, it was, 
the control scheme was a lot better laid out for a controller, especially like even navigating menus and stuff is just much easier with a controller than it was with the keyboard and mouse. I noticed that so. with the laser on the ship too. Yeah. Shooting. It's like, kind of oh, auto aim, yeah. which kind of sucks, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. I, you have to figure that a lot of that stuff is technology assisted. A lot of people complained about not being able to crash into things really with their ship, but it's a highly technologically advanced spaceship, you know? Yeah, right. We're, we're almost at the point now where we have cars that won't crash into things. So, but anyway, anywho, I think that's everything, right? That's it. So we'll call it a pod. Uh, that'll do it for episode 265 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement.